<laughs> Hit record, you idiot! Publicly subsidized, privately profitable, the anthem of the uppity property, retouchable park is a moment, not in approval. Barrier ads in the barcodes of these neo-colonials. I form a nemesis romance of the nation state, and I place fundraiser for new bread power, concentrate China. the show anymore. This Start is it like this. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> Episode 523, take two. <laughs> we had a little snafu at the beginning of the recording and we didn't <laughs> record it. So welcome <laughs> to the second try of uh, episode 523. The last three hours of show that you listeners will never get to hear. Yeah. Man, we recorded so much stuff. There was a backflip and diamonds showed up. I don't know. It was crazy. That's what a, a reference. show. I don't understand. What I do you understand. You're not supposed to. All right. I was talking uh, in the non-recorded one oh, yeah, about yeah. Um, a plot to ruin the show by Puke's mom, who's very disappointed with Puke for doing this show. Oh, That's all sure. Our moms would be if they knew. Right, if they understood what we were doing, they'd all be very disappointed. My mom heard me and Andrew talking one time on a live stream and was very disappointed. My mom <laughs> was one. on the show and doesn't understand <laughs> the show. Right. Yeah, she had very little idea as to what was actually happening. <clears throat> My mom was the first and only person to fall asleep on the show. <laughs> That's amazing. Did she understand the microphones? No. No, I don't. I don't think she had any clue as to what was actually happening. Okay. At Nick's house. I don't know. If she, has she ever seen microphones before that day? Probably not. She ever understood the concept of how sound is recorded and transmitted via electrical signals? Well, mm-hmm. no doubt James's mom is much more clever, and she was listening and listened sometimes, and said, "This is ter- somebody has to put a stop to this." Yeah. <clears throat> and I'm the mom, so she bought us this stuff called Crazy Aaron's Thinking Putty. Yeah, a sample pack of little tiny discs. Because when you have it in your hands, you're just thinking, like, I could make this shape, I could make that shape, and you're supposed to be doing a show and talking, (laughs) and you're not. And we've had a couple of problems with this. So, I don't know. Do we keep playing with the thinking putty? I think it should go in the trash. I I think that I... Don't even have any in front of me, and I haven't touched any during the show. Let's see what there happens. You if Would you, you like some? Touch this one. <laughs> I'll leave it in front of me. It's I called Superfly. Yeah, that was in front of me originally, and somehow it left. Uh, well, yeah, because we move things around. Just because it's on your side of the table doesn't mean it doesn't get moved. Okay, here's the thing. I am a professional fidgeter. Yes. Yeah. Congrats. If you do, look, you have a degree. I have. Yeah, you have a pile, a pile of trash. Of <laughs> little bits of thing. Yeah, it's called trash. Yeah, it Somehow trash. you flake trash and wax and But none of that's of ever interfered with the show. No, it just interferes with my sanity because I come down here and look at it and go, what is but this pile of, of trash? none of that's interfered with the show. Okay, uh, well, we're all different, you know? <clears throat> oh, yeah. I'm and a professional. Sometimes it's it depends on what takes your attention. Uh-huh. Some people can do things that are 
you know, manipulating objects and not give any thought to it at all. Other people are consumed by it. Well, the fidget spinners, I think, was the best of both worlds because you could you could fidget, but you didn't have to look. Like this is is a gooey, pooey, slewy substance, and you have to kind of look at it as you're manipulating it. Otherwise, it sort of gets away, you know, because it's a it's a it's a goo. You want to look at it, and you don't want it to touch things like the felt surface or the carpet because then it will be consumed by hair and grossness and dust. So the fidget spinners is something that you can just simply fidget with in your fingers without staring at it <laughs> yeah. to, see, to see what it's doing. This, you got to keep looking at it, or otherwise you're like, oh, it feels like it's going to be a dick again. And there it is. Yeah. Another dick. That's the easiest shape to make. What out else do you make? Yeah, I mean... I don't know. Name it's, another shape that you could make. I, I usually make balls. Yeah, I like balls. Balls, balls and dicks. Balls are That's really it. easy to do. The two easiest shapes is a ball and a cylinder. And thus, thinking putty... <laughs> I might be over the idea that the earth is round. <laughs> what? All right. This has been Portman Show. Bye. A friend of mine calls me on Friday. Uh-huh. Really smart guy. Really. Give me the initials. KG. KG. You, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So he lives down south, and he's like- Wait. No. I lost it. He's like, I got a great idea. He's like, you should do something. I know you're not doing School Sucks anymore, but- I have this idea, which is like the best homeschool curriculum or like this best self-directed education curriculum is trying to find out what shape the earth is. And I was like, okay, okay. I'm listening. He's like, I got into an argument with my friend who's like a flat earther. And I learned in trying to prove him wrong, I've learned so much shit. But then he was kind of mm. like, yeah, man, I don't know. Without being able to go to space, I could really go either way on this thing. That's not true. You could uh, you could measure things. So probably here's the thing. the The biggest thing to get around with flat Earth is why would there be such a lie about the shape of the Earth? Well, also, I who mean, benefits? who benefits? I would go at it from this uh, standpoint: is how would how would such a shape even form in space? Because gravity naturally wants to attract things together, and things that glob together. In the vacuum of space, the weightlessness of space is going to be round. Mm -hmm. Everything else we look at is round. Why would the Earth be a disk? Is it round or is it uh, a disk? So everything is a disk. It just happens to be facing right at us, except for the moon, which... Yeah, what's some, the other side of the moon look like? Well, how, do, how does a moon get to the, um, the curvature of, you know, the, the sunlight reflects off the moon and it's, and it's in a, a sliver shape, right? It's rounded. Mm -hmm. A flat surface would not reflect in that manner. A round surface does. That's a good argument. What I'm intrigued by, and I'm sure the flat earth people have explanations for all of this. Or they don't, but they got some wacky doodle theories. I'm, you know, I don't know if it's really an explanation if you just What they picture crazy. is that like outer space, you've heard of space is fake. Oh yeah, just like the birds. So you might, people who are into birds aren't real might like this. No, oh, I bet they're all on board. We are on some kind of plane mm. of existence that is actually rimmed by, pardon the expression, by Antarctica. Okay, sure. That surrounds everything. The and you just can't get through it? Is that... The you argument, you're not allowed it's a to barrier? go there. You're not allowed. Who's not allowed? No, there's all of the like... I've seen TV shows. Right. Some people are allowed to go there, but oh. you can't just go there. I, Jeremy I, Clarkson I, I went could. there. For how? 
He drove. Oh, that was the North Pole. <laughs> yeah. The South Pole is different. The South Pole is oh, Antarctica. I live with a man who worked there. Who? Oh, a yeah. man named Reese. Oh, yeah. Reese. Reese would show up for like three months. Yep. And he'd be like, yeah, these are the three months that I'm not working in, in Antarctica. At, uh, I believe, McMurdo Base. He was a firefighter, I think. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine that? Being a firefighter in the coldest land with nothing but ice and snow. Yeah. Well, He's ca- a firefighter. I mean, things catch on fire. Like I stoves. feel like the environment is a firefighter. Yes, that's true. But the things that you bring with you might catch on fire, like stoves. Yeah. That'd but, be uh, he would just show up and he'd be like, yeah, my entire life is in my, my geo tracker out in your parking lot. Uh-huh. And I live on your couch for the next three months. <laughs> Interesting. I don't know. I mean, how do you get from Antarctica to there? Do you know he was he worked in Antarctica? Did he have pictures? I didn't see him. There. Yeah, he had pictures. Of Antarctica? Debatably. He had pictures of someplace snowy. It was just a white piece of paper, so. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So that doesn't prove anything. Well, now by that logic, no one. Glorious coconut in the chat knows what I'm talking about. He said Reese was one of the best guys. Was he? But by that logic, no one's ever been to China. (coughs) What do you mean? China doesn't exist. I've never been there. Have you? No. So obviously, it's not real. No, people have gone there. (coughs) No, they people have gone Antarctica. Not a lot of people, though. (laughs) You can't go there. I bet I could if I I had money. Person that I met who's been there. Yeah, I met this guy too. He had a mustache. And he claimed to have been to Antarctica. You think he had a mustache? I'm, I think he did. I Look, don't know that he did. Oh, I'm not okay. saying. <laughs> I'm not saying any of this. I'm just a devil's advocate. Okay. Yeah. So what these people believe is that the Earth uh, picture like a dinner plate, right? That has like a high rim around yeah. it. The high rim is Antarctica. Mm-hmm. So it surrounds the entire thing. Yeah. But there's more beyond Ooh. Antarctica, outside of Antarctica. There is outer space. That's uh, what they call termite Arctica. Come on. (laughs) It's like you're not even taking this seriously. (laughs) So if there is land Uh, beyond this rim, that could be interesting. Well, what would that... (laughs) I I guess it would be. It'd be a hell of a thing. Be like, oh, look, there's more land beyond the Great Antarctica. (laughs) No, outer space. The space beyond Antarctica. Outer Antarctica? Right. I think Great Antarctica is the logical name. And and some things come from beyond. Oh, like what? What are these things? Asteroids? Crafts, aliens. Did you say crabs? Crafts. Oh. Crabs. Oh. <laughs> I mean, crabs are pretty alien. Yeah. Hmm. So yeah, there might I, be, in this giant rim, there might be like a little part of Antarctica uh-huh. that you're allowed to go to. Like, oh, okay. say they yeah, built yeah. a base there. Like Antarctica. McMurdo Station. Yeah. And what? Antarctica. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Right there. Uh, but see, the argument always comes back to, have you been there? Have you seen that with your own eyes? Yeah, I'm starting and to how think. cynical do you have to be to think that the entire fucking planet is... is Going along with this lie, and what, what, to what end? Right. What I still want to know who like, benefits. Right. Like z- nobody benefits from creating this insane lie unless we're like s- rats in a cage. Until I guess, you think about the dinner plate theory. Oh. And what would that? That there's more mean? beyond the rim. Beyond the rim. That's what she said. 
the rotating clear plate in the microwave. <laughs> yeah. That's... So what's beyond that? Well, we'll never know. And... The space, but before the walls in the microwave. Yeah. Some spaghetti sauce. <laughs> Specks of Little food bits from of chili years ago. that have exploded. Egg, maybe to keep human beings in a corral mm-hmm. called the round earth. Oh, not true. allowed to go to Antarctica. Yeah. Not allowed to think two dimensionally. You mean three? Two. Not allowed to think two dimensionally. See, that's the big mind fuck. Thinking three dimensionally stops you from thinking two dimensionally. Oh, okay. Because if you think two dimensionally, you could keep going. That's their claim. So I don't know. I mean, I, I feel like I do know that it's not, but... I would certainly hope so. Cause <laughs> flat, but I don't know. I mean, I had an intriguing conversation about it for an hour, and then I was mm. like, maybe I'll watch a video. And I queued up a video, and I was like, no, I'm not going to do this. Yeah. So well, I that's I'd how just they... throw it out there and see if anybody in the chat knew anything, I I guess. think that's how they get you, is they just throw out a bunch of gobbledygook, and it confuses you, and you're like, oh, fuck. Well, well, this guy yeah. sounds authoritative because he's just spewing out all of these alleged facts. Well, they say ships don't disappear over the horizon. I've seen them do that. So that they, seems, you think wait, who you says them. that? And and the flat earthers do flat Earth ship over no, horizon. I won't uh, no. entertain any of that thought. You're right. They don't disappear <laughs> over the horizon. They just simply get blurrier and blurrier and tinier and tinier until I can't see them anymore. Hmm. Mm. Is that what the argument is? They're just so far away you can't see them? I don't think they go below the horizon. You can I zoom in and you them. can still see the whole ship. Well, there is also the um, heat haze that makes it seem like they float. So there's that phenomenon. Mm-hmm. Well, the heat haze isn't always everywhere. Hmm. That's Well, that's probably because they're only ever filming these ships in like Florida. Why don't they go to Antarctica? They're oh, that's allowed. right. They're not allowed. <laughs> they're not allowed. Shit. <laughs> That's what keeps us in. <clears throat> so I don't know. I mean, I was just thinking as I'm making a ball, right? Yeah. And I'm using it because this is thinking putty. Oh, yeah. So this is what happens when you get you manipulate it. Okay. So I'm rolling and rolling and I'm thinking how long would this force have to be exerted on this thing before it's a perfectly round ball? How long would that take? How long would it take with this, uh, the size of something a planet? Perfectly round? Well, you know, or round. It looks like spherical. you're done. That, that think, was like you a think it's about that round. <laughs> looks like yeah. You're done. Took a minute. <laughs> All right, that's but compelling. I, the Earth is uh, trillions of years old, so I would say a long time. Mm-hmm. You know, the, they they uh, theorized that the Moon was created from a large impact, and it was like smashed out of the Earth and then collected back into a spherical shape. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, and when an you, object the size of Mars, they say. Oh. So it basically destroyed both. Yeah. And then each reconstituted. And, and at one point, the moon was a ring that went around the Earth. There's a lot of jack-offery in this science. I just saw some article saying mm. they found a laser being shot through space from five billion light years away. Uh, Fucking okay. kind of sense does that make? How do they know about it? How does yeah, anybody who's, know who's that they? Like, so if there's a laser people. being shot that far, then maybe the entire globe is just a projection. That's a... Th- no. Uh, yes, that we are a hologram being projected by the moon, which is a spaceship. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. People will help you believe anything you want. Yeah. 
We've seen and in the last like two years. people like to believe that they are the authority, authority on this knowledge. People start, like to feel like they know something because I think we live in a society and an existence where we just feel helpless. And so if you come up with like this fucking crazy spy theory and you're like, I know the truth, then you can feel better about your life. You know, I, I live a life where I walk around and I talk to people and I don't know shit. Uh-huh. I don't know anything. But I start talking to people. Let's make your job hard. Yeah. Except, like, midway through the conversation, I realize this person's really listening to me. And then at the end of the conversation, they go, wow, you just dropped a fucking knowledge bomb on me. I don't know what I did. I, did, I don't know what I did. I don't know how you <laughs> got you a go, knowledge bomb. I made bomb. it all up, and you run away. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> you throw down a smoke bomb and run away. But more than once, these people have been like, wow, thank you. Hmm. And I'm just, I, I don't know what they're thanking me for. I didn't tell them anything that wasn't obvious. Now, imagine that you find that the dopamine hit enthralling in that in that uh, reaction. And so you just keep doing that. Where you keep spewing out insane theories. And people go, holy shit, this guy's so smart. He knows th- about the earth. That's what I think a lot of people are doing. Yeah, I'm, with their I'm crazy YouTube theories. talking about the earth necessarily, but people just want to believe in something. Mm-hmm. I believe that they want to believe that they believe in something. And if I just get excited about a topic and I start talking about it, people yeah. believe me. I think the ghost believers are the same way. They just they just like they just feel good about believing in a thing that uh, makes no sense. Right? I mean, people are just like, oh, I believe in ghosts. I can hear a ghost. Oh, I'm so I can see dead people. But I'm special. What I because their life is shit is. Like, I get this, that people can believe this and they can make a compelling argument for it. But who benefits? Who? You still haven't answered this question. Who benefits from people believing this? Like, if it's all a lie, yeah. who's benefiting? If it isn't a lie and this is, and, and the whole flat earth thing is the lie and people are believing that, who's benefiting? How? There's a ghost on my thumb. <laughs> Spooky. So um, they'll say it's what to control. Yeah, that it's uh, uh, to control you. How is this controlling? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. know. But this is what I said to him. I said, first of all, when this whole thing became a big deal, like, am I really limited in my life because I think the globe is round? No, you're not. Humanity is. Mm, People, I feel right. Sure, I feel like the IRS is controlling me way more than the shape of the planet at this point. Said, I said all this. Yeah. In the call mm. because it's not like oh wow man i thought the earth was round tell me more it was like i did all this stuff i said hey you know when this whole thing became a story a few years ago i was like this has to be some kind of a psyop this has to be some kind of a test mm. to see like what you can use the internet to make people believe mm. because they're, yeah. they're, they're, i i couldn't see it any other way and then i said all right well how many people have to be in on this and why are they doing it and he said, that's where everybody goes, man. Everybody goes to that. To trying to figure out an actual reason? Yeah. Which seems logical. You would want to believe uh, that there was a purpose to such okay. psyops. Just simply saying that's where everybody goes doesn't render the fact that everyone goes there as insufficient. Bottom line, if we become a flat earth research show, <laughs> we're instantly more popular and we can go back to our old format in a year. With like 100,000, 200,000 listeners. Oh, okay. Good point. 
Except those listeners are going to be the worst people. We do have the best people. I mean, look at the chat right now. Nicholas, Carrie, Glorious. Mm-hmm. How does Klaus Schwab benefit, Carrie? <laughs> That's how he makes his money. Because if you pretend that the earth is round, you just get money. You want to get into Schwab? Sure, why not? My God. Charles Schwab? No. Is that different from Klaus Schwab? So you're going to have to do some YouTubing. Oh, God. All right. So my dad and I are talking a couple weeks ago. I said I was going to bring this up on the show last week, and I'm oh, telling him yeah. about the World Economic Forum. I was, and I said, do you, do you hear about this, anything about this on TV? And he's like, no, I've never heard of it. I've never heard of Klaus Schwab. I've never heard of The Great Reset. I said, and you're watching Tucker Carlson, and he doesn't talk about it? And he's like, no. So he asked really? me Really? Has he not? I feel like Tucker Carlson would have. So I prepare some links that I think are sober. Okay. You know, Reason Reason TV is one. Some other woman, she's kind of like a lefty, like a left libertarian economics YouTube channel. She talks about it. So I send her that. Okay. Then there was like uh, something from Rising, which is like a reasonable show. But the craziest shit about the World Economic Forum is from their own YouTube channel. Oh. Yeah. So How do I find that channel? Uh, World Economic Forum. Yeah, everything that I listen to is just simply going, did you see what the World Economic Forum said today? Like they publicly stated this? They do. And they're fucking, it's crazy. This is, so I don't know shit about anything. I don't, mm. I know nothing. Like whatever your thoughts are on all of this, you have beliefs and thoughts. My belief is, I don't know. Right? Mm -hmm. That's the extent of it. All I do know is that Whatever I seem to be doing in my life runs completely counter to this. Yeah. So yesterday, for example. That's why they're trying to get you. We're doing this now, though. We're doing this. And yesterday, I spent my day working on cars that get way worse fuel economy than these people would like. Yes. There's no electrification. In fact, one is a V8. The four-cylinder that did get good gas mileage is now going to get 20 miles per gallon out of a Miata. Mm -hmm. Which is bad. That's very bad. Hmm. The um, average is like 23 for all vehicles, I think. But so. I got into this old man Lexus, and I drove around, and I went, oh, this is wonderful. Nothing I can buy today feels like this. This I, is amazing. I bet you can. This will never... Okay, go find it for me. Maybach. Sure, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> $300,000. Oh, you didn't throw out that the price factors so, in. anyway. You just said anything. But this runs completely counter to what they want. Mm -hmm. They want me to drive some hybrid electric vehicle that doesn't use arguably fossil they fuels. They don't want you to drive. Right. They don't want me to drive, period. Yeah. So they're trying to remove this vehicle from the road. Mm -hmm. I'm putting money into keeping this vehicle on the road, mm -hmm. and I'm happy about it. Yeah. And it's a V8. Just simply the power plant in the car runs counter to what they are pushing. You'll be happier about it when you don't own it anymore. Right. And mm -hmm. I'm so happy that I still own this mm -hmm. and that I spent more money on it than it's worth. Yeah. I'm happy about that. That's the opposite of what they're trying to do. Yes. They are trying to make these things so expensive that they cannot be maintained. Exactly. I'm still clinging on. I agree. I think you should. I saw one of these hideous pieces of shit today or yesterday. I saw two of them. It's Pulled a pull up an electric car. Hyundai Ioniq 5. And I thought I was driving behind something from a Back to the Future movie. And it uh, was disgustingly gross and hideous and ugly and dumb. And I thought, wow, human beings purchase these voluntarily. 
So back to their uh, YouTube channel. All this is mm. about is how fucking crazy these people are. And I would like you to put in Davos, D-A-V-O-S, daily. And we are going to watch what they are doing. So we're looking for a video of that first one. I, Holy shit. I already listened to this podcast. What? Where? It's called George Gammon's Anything. <laughs> and what does he do? He watches these videos? Probably. I assume so because I've never watched any of these videos, but I know everything there is to know about all these videos because George Gammon just goes, can you believe it? I just watched this. Here's what's happening. They want this to happen. They want that to happen. I don't know. He's the financial Alex Jones. Okay. But this <laughs> is not about like anything that they really want to have happen. I just want you to watch the tone of this. First of all, in that first video, how would you describe, does that look like the video that they would put that, that the cover art that they would put on their You're video. You're talking about the thumbnail. Or does that look like a conspiracy theory channel cover art? Yeah, it looks like something that could easily be on the Daily Wire. Uh, not even the Daily Wire. Oh, it looks okay. like something that would be on uh, We Are Change. Or It looks like parody. Yeah, it looks like parody. Now, yeah. These are their real YouTube videos, and Davos Daily is a series they do during their event that has happened in every Janu uh, January, an event where in 2020, Trump spoke, in 2021, Putin spoke, mm -hmm. in 2022, Xi Jinping spoke. So, like, they pull in the big names. Brett's uh, just happy he can say Xi Jinping without fucking... I don't work. know if I did. <laughs> Might be Xi Jinping. I think it's Xi Jinping Pong. Now... It would be helpful if you could watch this video, listener. But can we point the camera at the TV for the live sure stream? Sure can. All right. So there's the, the screenshot that I'm talking about. And this is why you have to watch us live also. This is really helpful to watch us live. Let's uh, watch this first video. I just want to explain the thumbnail for it. Hang on. Pause that. Um, it has Biden in the background kind of being sheepish and overshadowed by everybody else. Mm -hmm. Up in the front, it has Fauci looking condescending. Yeah. It has Greta Thunberg looking as downsy as possible. <laughs> that is true. one of her more downsy captures. That is yeah. the most yeah. downsy capture I've seen. Yeah. Uh, I don't know who's in the middle, and I don't know the guy in the back. It looks right. like a trans lady or something in the middle. She is the person who is going to be presenting the video to us oh, kids because oh. we as kids are supposed to think that this is cool i see are you ready who's this guy in the background i don't i can't see that far He's like a fat guy white guy looking i'm assuming it's antonio gutierrez gutierrez no gutierrez mm. who's he i we don't we're gonna the find oh we don't here. know okay here we go very nice it's muted oh, you're yeah. muted very hip music what's going and this is the dab okay first of all this bitch just comes jumping in out of frame and her fucking tie-dyed hoodie or whatever it is and she looks very hip and with it and trendy and kid friendly and she knows the dope she's wearing a lot of jewelry and she <laughs> is a person of color yeah oh yeah gotta throw that okay but not not i shall note too much color just a little color Right. Just a little ambiguity on the race. Well, that way you can still say la Latina. Yeah. Right. But she could be, you know, Southeast Asian, maybe, and, and white, or yeah. Chinese and white, or Indian and white. Yeah. She's like a real melting pot. Yeah. Somebody melted in her mother's pot. Davos Daily, your go-to source for the biggest highlights of the Davos agenda. From the top. 
when public health issues become politically charged, like wearing a mask or not becomes a political statement. You cannot imagine how destructive that is to any unified public health message. Okay. Uh, yeah. So I like how they showed images of Trump and January 6th upon that uh, dialogue from Anthony Fauci, mm-hmm. obviously implying that um, it was the right that politicized masks and made them unscientific. And then they wearing kick back. them or not wearing them is just simply a political statement. Yeah. And then she, you kick back to this lady who tells the kids why that person was right. Okay. I completely agree. Wearing a- wow. You did you did you write this script, Brett? No. A mask is not political. It's responsible. Also, I break out all the time and a mask covers it. It's a win-win. Okay. This is from this organization that people think is the most evil, diabolical, yeah. like behind the scenes planner of everything that's happening right now. This is the shit that they're putting out. They literally, she just said, isn't it great, kids? You got acne. This mask is going to cover it up. Let's ignore all the information that's even come out from the CDC stating how these masks are fucking useless. Okay, you're all angry about this. (laughs) I'm I'm super angry. I'm very happy about it. Oh, you're happy about it. I'm happy about it because this, to me. That's what somebody who's been to Antarctica would say. Seems like if you put me back to, you know, fucking 1999. No, wait. 1995, Andrew. Okay. Right? What, were you like two? The world is great. I mean, the hottest shows. Seinfeld. Okay. 90210. Friends. Melrose Place. Friends literally is just, fucking just sucking. getting started. <laughs> Melrose McNeil, Place. Friends is a joke. McNeil Lair News Hour on PBS. Woo! What a show. But what's happening in the world? Kids are being exposed to things like, oh, recycle, save the planet. The same Captain shit we're Planet. being exposed to today. Yeah. Right? But as a nine-year-old boy, I'm thinking, oh, this is garbage. Yeah, like, you didn't you fall can't, into You the... can't recycle this. <laughs> 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 shit, they got me too. <laughs> but, like, no, when you, when you were nine years old, did you believe the shit you were being fed? No, I didn't believe any of this. Me neither. Yeah. But we're special. I mean, look we're at us special. now. Here. No. Yes, we are. We're How many people did Portman show? <laughs> Three. Only the three of us. Three. Uh, I would consider t- at least three or four other people that have done Portman. Uh, or por- puke in the gang, at least. Yeah. But I'm but, sorry. No, yeah. I, I don't have so little faith. Like, well, see, I know th- how I was when I was nine. Yeah. I didn't know anything. I think this But is- I knew what wasn't right. You lived in Butler. Okay. You lived in Butler, Pennsylvania. I did. You had no parents. Yes. Okay. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You had, uh, Even though they were alive and around-ish. And, and, you were alive. With, and you lived with them. I didn't know where they were. Right. <laughs> we all had different floors. You are a special case. You're delirious from practically starving to death. Right? So you're willing to take chances that... Oh, my Pop-Tart high. That not ma- non-malnourished children are probably not. They're playing it safe. Really? Were they, though? I I do want to bring up a point, though, that... If I, anything, I was playing it safe. Hang they on, were daring I, me to jump off the thing. I feel like, Brett, what you just said is a bit of hubris. Okay. As in... I feel like libertarians fall under this a lot where they go, I didn't, like, I'm smart enough yeah, to not fall I'm for this so shit, smart but everyone else. I didn't else, fall for this shit, but everyone else is too I dumb. I think this is a problem on the left and the right and everybody, too, because they, they go like, well, I'm super smart. I didn't fall for this. So I, I you, think there's plenty of people out there that don't fall for this shit. Are you both saying that? Okay, oh, okay, so you're saying plenty of people. I right, thought for I'm, a moment you were both saying only Andrew didn't fall for it. No, no, no. no, no. no. I'm well, saying that 
in my opinion, your statement sounded like you were saying like, yeah, yeah, Andrew was smart enough to not fall for it, but every other kid was. And sure, there are enough kids maybe that fall for it, but maybe kids don't. I think the vast majority of people are just people that want to live their lives and don't give a fuck about politics or any of this bullshit, and they try not to pay any attention to it More so than that, what I'm saying is if I'm nine years old and I go into school and I'm forced to watch some bullshit, this seems like the bullshit I was forced to watch. Oh, yeah. Right? Where in the mid-90s, they got some hip ambiguously raised person to tell me what I should believe. Well, remember channel- and how I should recycle. Did you guys have Channel One News? Yeah. No. We just talked or about Brett this. Yeah, we yeah. just found a new thing called CNN 10, where they show kids 10 minutes of CNN right. uh, in school now instead of Channel One. We talked about this in one of my meetings recently. Yeah. I, I get Care what you guys are saying. What am I, I think- saying? What, can you explain what I'm saying? Because I don't I haven't even said it. Are we too cynical or not cynical enough? You're saying that you think most people don't fall for this. Right. I, I can sit in my I can mentally go back to fourth grade mm-hmm. and sit in my class and watch this garbage and go, Oh, this is bullshit. And I can look around at every other student and I can't point to one person who believes this. We're just being subjected to it. And okay. everybody feels subjected to it in some way. None of them are falling for it, though. But you're talking about 25 years ago. Mm. That's the thing. Have kids changed that much? And I think the answer is yes, and that's unfortunate. Yes. So that means I'm right? Yeah, I think that that's this is I think the, okay, so if, I, Brad is right. But that's right. What I'm saying is anybody watching this, if they... I cannot envision the I can't person either. who is falling for That's this. That's why I wanted to watch it, and I'm glad we're having this discussion, because I was like, who the fuck is this for? They make a video about the Great Reset that looks like pop-up video from uh, VH1 back in the day. Right. (laughs) And it's supposed to be for, like, conservatives who are skeptical of this, Mm. but most people who would be skeptical of the Great Reset Did you know, pop-up video, that Paula Abdul got her start in an early Prince video? Who was the one who was a fly girl? Oh, that's Jennifer Lopez. No, not Jennifer Lopez. It was... She was the fly girl. Carmen Electra. No. I'm pretty sure. Puke, I need Jennifer to... Lopez was a fly girl on In Living Color. Okay, well, that's not Prince. Not Puke, directly. I need you to look up <laughs> what the first thing Carmen Electra did was, is. The first thing Carmen <laughs> Electra did was. <sighs> career. Electra started her professional career in 1990 as a dancer. At King's Island in Mason, Ohio, oh, performing on the show It's Magic, one of the more popular shows in the parts history. Parks, sorry. Does that answer? No, next. First time on TV. <sighs> well, I mean, there's a whole Wikipedia television. Um, she started Erotic Confessions Role Manager in 1996. No, there's something before that where she was a dancer in a Prince video or something. Kind of like Alicia Silverstone was in that Bruce Springsteen video. I mean, I'm sure she could have been. Or Liv Tyler was in that Aerosmith video, even though it was his daughter, and that's very weird. Or was that Alicia Silverstone in the Aerosmith video? Uh, Which Aerosmith video? I don't remember. Uh, One of the more... In 1991, she moved to Minneapolis, Minnesota, where she met and songwriter Prince. Soon after, Electra signed a recording contract with Prince's Paisley Park Records and made her singing debut in her self-titled debut studio album in 1993 and would be her only album release. Prince Paisley Park, Minneapolis. Oh, in 96, she was in Playboy. Yep. Uh... 
So I for, I lost. Therefore, because she started with Prince, nobody believes this. No. That Can't, you missed no connection? Some, no. No. Oh. There's no connection there. Shit. Um kids are are kids that different back to like when Carmen Electra was recording her first album were kids more based yeah is a question yes yeah. I think they were, were they? Yeah. who knows uh, Gabriella rides the bus all they had to worry about rebelling against was the church Gabrielle, oh yeah Gabriella rides the bus and she says there are kids going to school mm. all sitting together talking at a very loud volume about how trans they are just feeling like that's a totally acceptable thing to do on a city bus how trans? Do you think gay. it's not acceptable? Uh, I. Is that what kids should be talking about? No. Well, I don't know if it. They shouldn't even acknowledge that they have dicks or don't <laughs> have dicks or don't want dicks or do school? want dicks. Yeah, back in my day, we were talking about whether or not anal was the right way to go. Um, I was just trying to sneak some chew. Oh yeah, Dippin'. to see if I was cool or not. I don't. I don't know. Like I'm. My libertarian side says, I don't give a shit, but I know that the reason that they're talking about this stuff is because it has been uh, inundated into their life as the right way to be and the thing, the, the, the popular thing to talk about. The 30-year-old right? version of that. I don't think that. that they really... Imagine if kids mobilized, yeah. gathered together and organized to speak out against Street Fighter 2 because of its <laughs> okay. violence level. Sure. That's that's the past equivalent to what we're seeing today. Yeah. That's the shocking part that I can't believe that these kids are truly believe this. That's what I so I think maybe we have to see this whole video. Who is this for and what is this trying to do? I don't have mm. I don't have uh declarations. I just have questions. Can Gabriella get video or audio of these conversations? She has sent me audio of <laughs> Oh, what the fuck? Why don't you share it? I want to hear. Maybe I can get it. Because I want to know, are these kids just but like sitting there going, I'm trans. No, I'm trans. The audio's not good. It's I'm not more good. trans. I tried well, to listen to it. It's on a bus. They're yeah. not well known for their audio. All right. So let's see a little more. Of... Can you buy her a shotgun mic or a parabolic? That would be anything? helpful. Yeah. Oh, we're going to play the rest of this. She agrees about masks. Condescending bitch. Women in particular have been badly affected by job losses and extra burdens of care. We also see fragility in the climate and biodiversity crisis. Both are existential threats and both are getting worse. We are waging war on nature and destroying our life support system and nature is striking back. Obviously mother nature is striking back. If my Indian mom has taught me anything, it's... Oh, there you go, Indian. That a mother will put <laughs> you in... Third or fourth guess for me. Yeah, <laughs> in your way. place. So check out my girl Greta. Tell it like it is. Today we hear nations and leaders all over the world speak of an existential climate emergency. And yet, instead of taking the immediate action you would in any emergency, they set up vague, hypothetical, distant targets way into the future. Targets... Oh, Chinook. I'm uh, thrilled about this. I noticed that uh, these videos provide zero evidence of any of these statements you know you know when you're in college you got to write a report about mm -hmm. a thing and it says citations required so, you know supposedly yeah citations mm -hmm. where where are those at do you think maybe those are in the comments their citations about all this data proving their points this is already no this is all settled stuff oh no I, it's on youtube from davo so whatever they say is just boom settled science everything consensus there's you can't argue against science need, says once they say a thing you cannot Try and disprove it. I need proof that anyone significant 
actually buys this bullshit, uh, right? Because but it, I, wait, 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 I don't. Wait, wait, what's significant? On. Okay, uh, anyone who has any kind of influence, who isn't in debt, who actually makes their own money, can influence other people, has any kind of platform. But this it's, is, but it's the politicians. I get it. Yeah. This is the mainstream thing. But watching this, I I want to know who is the person who watches this and goes, yeah, yeah, yeah. Those trans kids on the bus. Okay, fine. If that's the case, <laughs> then we need to get Gabriella fucking wraparound sunglasses. We need to get her a newspaper. We cut out little eye holes. <laughs> okay. Right? She holds the newspaper up. She can still see through the eye holes. In the newspaper. She has a microphone them. just underneath it. She has a baseball cap. Microphone is the nose. Yeah. She yeah. has a baseball cap and glasses. Nobody can spot her. Mm-hmm. And the, the newspaper. Yeah. This works. That's the invisibility shield. Yeah, well, she gets pretty close and just starts recording with her phone. Right. So I don't believe the person who watches this and just goes, yes, 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 yes. Oh, Jeff Goldblum. Is a person who has any I don't believe that person exists. And if you can point me to that person that does exist, they're on the back of that bus for a fucking reason. So here's the thing, They're on a bus. How much influence do they have? But here's the confounding thing about this. Sorry, Gabriella. Obviously, everybody is decided, and that is, like, I preface this by saying... The presidents of the three three of the most powerful countries in the world have spoken there three years in a row, and they're not the only politicians, mm-hmm. and they're not the only people whose administrations are populated by these World Economic Forum global leaders, young global leaders, they call them. Also, this is basically like a member a membership club for multinational corporations. So all the people who benefited greatly from like what happened in the last two years yeah. are a part of this. They pay dues to be a part of the World Economic Forum. Hmm. It's not a new organization. It's existed for 50 years. I know all this. So then I'm watching this and I'm going, what the fuck is this? And why are they doing this? It's just bizarre. Because this is... A pure propaganda play to, I don't know, make some half-hearted attempt at getting the public support, which they had the public support. This is only hurting their case. I I see that. I see it that way. This, is, this isn't convincing anybody. Anybody who believes I this I feel like it is could. lost. I don't think it's convincing anybody. It's for people who are already convinced. And they are lost. They are. I don't want them. Yeah, this is probably just simply They are insignificant people. Like those individuals who watch this and go, yeah, I agree. Those people are insignificant human beings who have zero influence on the world around them. They are victims. Right. But what about the people that do have the influence like Brett just stated? They don't believe the massive this. Massive corporate. They might promote it, but they don't yeah. believe it. I, but this video who gives a shit if they believe it or well, not? They're I'm, promoting it we're and thus about the they're video. using it. We're talking huh. about the video. Is this video convincing people? This video is not convincing anybody of influence. Anybody who does have influence who is promoting this agenda doesn't believe this agenda. They're promoting it for their own selfish desires that's different from believing it okay so, so what is the outcome we can sit then? here and make fun of this for how over the top and ridiculous yeah. it is but that's because i'm saying no one actually falls for this and anybody who does we should literally just feel bad for them but still that your argument doesn't account for the fact that whether or not the 
People My argument power. is you should not be afraid of There's this. There's a way we're going to okay. test it. No one's talking about, I thought it was a curiosity. That's right. A, that's well, all what I'm afraid of. Oh, and I thought I'm trying to engage with the... But it's also, stop. we're trying to do a comedy show. I thought no! it was funny and weird. It and, is funny and oh, weird. Oh, it is and funny and weird. Play the rest of it, and then there's a test that we can, we but can I, do. See, my point, though, against Andrew is that the politicians think that this... If they're the ones that think this is popular, whether they believe it or not, they think that them implementing policies that align with this bullshit, which would ruin our economy or maybe already has, mm. you know, they're the ones to be afraid of, not fucking Joe Sixpack or his kids. Right. Because we'll be dead by the time those kids get influenced. But I feel like every time something like this is made, it turns more and more people against what it's trying to do. You think so? You think more... The majority of people watch this and go, holy shit, this is dumb. Yeah, I think the yeah. guy the guy working a seven to three job at the factory goes and talks to his buddies and makes fun of this shit. I think the guy who owns a business doesn't have time to worry about this oh, yeah, and doesn't believe in any know. of it. Yeah. I think the people who do believe in this are completely just irrelevant my people. My concern is that... And the only things they're convincing are their four cats. My concern is that by being dismissive of the this type of propaganda is that eventually it works its way into society or the boiling frog pot theory right sure or we take a cue from nine-year-old andrew mm. and all of his classmates and go oh this is all bullshit no one believes this and then this just fades away it disappears if it doesn't everybody have any ignores power. it you think yeah everybody ignored it mm. do you think anybody i went to school with <laughs> thought a second thought about Earth Day after the fucking video about Earth Day the was over? The confounding part about that is in the last two years, these people's entire wish list has been checked off. So that's not, maybe nine-year-old Andrew could not have foreseen that. But two years ago, there weren't this video didn't exist. It wasn't clinging and grasping for one, less, one last gasp. Do you think this is the last gasp? Yes. Wait, why? Because they didn't need to resort to... Oh, we get a Evidence. spokesperson, and we we make a fucking what was the video with with Miss Miss Frizzle? What Mrs. Frizzle? Oh, uh, Magic, Magic School, school bus. bus. We don't make a modern day Magic School Bus type video about the political beliefs you should have. Mm. This is from the, the what this all this is is it's like a report on their event, like what happened that day at their event. So these people uh. all come and speak at their event. And then this is the presentation at the end of this. So they, they have a lot of other types of videos. Okay. This is one that I just found. That's so ridiculous. Bizarre. Yeah. Based on. Yeah, go ahead. Let's. Loopholes and incomplete numbers. Targets like net zero emissions. It's all. Pause for a second. It's all very visual programming for people who are just listening to the audio. It's like oh, she's right. talking yeah, about the... climate stuff, and you're just see seeing people have the worst climate times. Yeah, you see people you're in seeing a... floods and some floods. beautiful Oh my God! Floods them. never happened before. When was it? Floods like floods didn't night... exist, uh, with the exception of yeah. humans. Nineteen eighteen or whatever, when Pittsburgh was like sixteen feet underwater. Targets that equal surrender. Every time I lose faith in humanity, I look at people like Greta and my faith gets restored. That's because you're the dumbest bitch. Thankfully, Greta's not alone and things don't have to stay this way. There is a very strong awareness by people. Oh, what's this? This is like snake-faced lady. Who is she? She's... She does look familiar. She's like one of those economists, central bankers, the EU or something. That climate change is an issue that must be dealt with as a matter of priority. More than 70% in 16 largest countries want 
climate change and the fight against it to be the priority. Unions already knew the crisis we faced before the pandemic hit. The climate emergency, historical levels of inequality driving exclusion, anger and despair. And COVID-19 laid that bare. So we've got choices now. Will people be at the forefront with their environment of a new social contract or will we see business as usual? So this week is very important. Anybody who watches this and feels empowered afterwards, I literally <laughs> just feel awful for. I just think, what the, what is their life like? Mm. And I feel bad for them. I don't feel good for them. Yeah. A little more. I vote. If ever it needed saying, twice. I'm going to be real with you. If you're like me, sometimes hearing all this stuff can feel overwhelming and you don't know what to do. But the thing is, if we come together, we can all do something. It's so important now more than ever to pay attention and to act. The thing is, you don't need to know what to do. We can tell you what to do. Well, I like how she, these videos are always like, you know, oh, we have to, we, if you just stand up and come together and act and do a thing. Like, they never have answers, though. It's a lot of coming together. Oh, they have answers. They have oh, do they? Oh, okay. Well, very well. <laughs> well, she's not offering any answers. She's just saying, like, people can, oh, just come together and feel good and change. Uh, but she a, does. So she's, Put a but, green ring around your fucking Facebook profile photo. But that's the point that we're making is that she's, this is the feel good part of, of this, okay. that she's the face of the feel good part of this. Yeah. yeah. Well, her message is basically the continuation of Oh, we are super pro war on terror, but anti-Muslim hate. Right. Right? Yeah. While stopping Asian hate, but staying home to save lives and masking up to protect others. Mm -hmm. My mask protects you. Your mask protects me. Right. Vaccine save lives. And then a few months later, wearing the mask together, protects you too. Stronger mm. together. Stand with Ukraine. It's all just mm. like uh, who. When I see this at this point, I just feel bad. And I've had people message me out of the blue. Like I'm pretty sure to engage with me on stuff. Ukrainians? No, but people t like wanting to start. People who are like, don't you support Ukraine? Debate with me. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, I know. I was shocked. So I get a message. <laughs> they're like, they're sitting around in the middle of the night, like thinking to themselves, "You know who I, who who I argue with about this shit? Andrew. Right, he's a counterculture. No, this dickhead. happened. Someone messaged me and said, "How's Andrew doing? How are how is Andrew interpreting the things that are happening in the world?" And he went, "What? I'm drunk was, watching Seinfeld." <laughs> uh no, it was sadder than that. Oh, yeah, it was a bummer. Is it this somebody was, I know? Yeah. And it was, my response was, yeah, it's the one year anniversary of my dad's death. So that's kind of taking precedent over what was happening <laughs> in the world. And it's fucking depressing. Conversation stopped. And they said, but, but yeah, Ukraine. Right. Ukrainian flag <laughs> on profile picture. And I went, I know what this is about. Uh oh. Yeah. And I'm glad I, I avoided the argument because there's nothing good would have come out of it. I very much know who you're talking about. You I do. Think. It, oh jeez! I was yeah. I it could have been the most annoying thing. Is this person's family? But this from no 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 no
That's what I'm saying. Like the people who are buying this shit, they have they don't influence the world around them. Right. They and really don't. Usually they have far larger issues at hand. The they should that, be focusing on other than what's happening on the other side of the planet, probably. Even when they have their shit together. Well, the World War Three influence doesn't exist. The, the the people who do influence things yeah. are the people that we're watching yeah. on this stuff. But even their influence, I feel like it's it's severely waning. Hmm. And I don't know. This is my maybe uh, for two two and a half years. I've had this level of optimism, but it's also been shattered by people's obedience to fucking. That's bullshit. the saddest part: yeah. is the obedience, the compliance, the unwillingness to upset others. It's difficult to be contrarian for a lot of people. Mm. Especially for people that are raised to There's not, not be. even opportunities like to do it. People like it's like minesweeper. Like people just have everything flagged off and are like they don't want to talk about these things. Everyone's walking around and clicking things and going, Oh god, a seven. <laughs> yeah. I know we're gonna have one. Right? That right. sounds bad, right? A minesweeper? I don't know. I think uh, I think means there's seven bombs within <laughs> within the immediate circumference oh, of your spot. I always just click one, two, and it's a bomb, and I go, Well, this game is fucking There's gay. only eight other blocks and seven of them are bombs. Yeah. That's a bad number. I don't like right. that game because you have to consider numbers. All right, let's finish that's with Lily. That's an Singh. idea for album artwork, by the She's way. She's the narrator here. What? Minesweeper? Okay. That's just a taste of what we've got in store for you, and there's so much more to come. Keep yourself in the loop each day with the Davos Daily right here online on YouTube. Yeah, so much more fear-mongering and anxiety-ridden propaganda. I can't wait. It's a different uh, person every day who's the host, too. It's not always her. Oh, it's not it's always like this Indian Sometimes bitch. it's a white man. <gasps> and other time, it's dare. other people, too. Uh, who just, is this lady, though? Do you, I have she, no idea who some, she is. No one's ever heard of her. She's just she's the right mix of race, and we all yeah. just think, oh, I'm not cool enough to I'll know find who, out she, who is. she is. And you're like... Jack I, in the chat says, how many views do their videos have? That's, uh, that was what I want to do at the end, is like look at some of the metrics of this. We've got 27,000 views. Wow. Not a but lot. But 710,000 subscribers somehow. But on YouTube, that's that's not that great. What's but, the Is the like-to-dislike ratio disabled? Yep. Yeah, it's Dislike. always disabled. All right, so there's no le- are the comments disabled? Wait, hang on, hang on. Stop. This makes no sense. We have how many views, Puke? 27,462. But how many subscribers? 710,000. That's a big disparity. Generally, I see fewer subscribers than there are views. Mm. On a video that's viral. Well, yeah, on a viral video. So but these like are on, on a video channels that I watch, watch on YouTube. I mean, you can look at, you can okay. go to their channel and see what their most popular videos. Any are. Any car right? video on YouTube. I'm has sure there are videos and subscribers. Comments, Comments turned off. Yep. Oh, yep. how about that? The mm. likes are sure. turned off. Oh, how about that? Likes and dislikes. Well, now YouTube disabled all dislike counts across their channel. I think after, well, what, I would say about six or seven months into Biden's presidency, YouTube decided that oh there's no use to people knowing how many dislikes a video has received uh lily singh is a canadian comedian actress former no, talk show not. host and comedian. youtuber <laughs> who formerly appeared under the pseudonym superwoman her longtime username that's what we know about her yeah. Yeah, making youtube videos in 2010 uh so they love these uh young youngsters it's kind of like this weird club like almost like a sex club where the old people who want to ruin the world 
can meet and seduce the young people who think they're going to save it. What was that movie where Steve Buscemi, it's the meme with Steve Buscemi going into a high school and he's Steve Buscemi and he's like, hey kids, aren't we having fun today or something? It's kind of, yeah, I mean, that's the idea. like that, yeah. Hello fellow kids. Yeah. Uh, I, I feel like I've, I've been acting very elitist about this. Like who can believe this? Well, yeah, you feel super elitist all the time. That's yeah, who you are. Yeah, but also, I, to balance You're it out. kind of an elitist dickhead. I can be suckered in by stuff. Oh, yeah. I can be severely affected by things that I'm not realizing in the moment. But even mm-hmm. looking at, like, Schwab, the guy who's the head of this, it's like, how who would who could take this guy seriously? It's it's very, very confusing, like... Yeah, he's what, a Bond th- supervillain. He's like an Austin Powers supervillain. Oh, right, <laughs> yes. This is the best evidence that I've seen that we're like living in a simulation and something is kind of fucked up mm. or like the people programming it are like, oh, whatever, let's try to help people figure out that it is a simulation. You've got, they've gotten tired of the video game and they're just seeing what kind of crazy shit they can. Yeah. Let's see what happens if I try to jump this car over the river. What's their most popular video? If you go oh, to I their, love it. you should do that. Whatever that is. Their channel page. Grand Theft Auto. Uh, let's see here. And like videos and like what's the most popular? Well, those are uploads. There's a thing at the top that will just sort by most popular. Oh, is there? Let's yeah. see. Ah, sort by most popular. Most popular. Eh? It is the Great Reset from one year ago. Two point one million views, and then also two point one million views. A video called Jack Ma. I've had lots of failures and rejections. That doesn't seem like that many. No, it doesn't. It's not really. Like viral videos will get tens of millions. So, and also, how many? I mean, here's the thing about views: how many people are viewing this that are us? Going, Jesus Christ! Yeah, look I would at think it's half of them. I would think so. At least, I'm sure. And the other half's not paying attention. Yeah. So, yeah, you, yeah, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm kind of with Andrew that like. Kind of with Andrew, kind of not. I don't think like, people are I don't, this dumb. I'm not sure I'm anywhere on this. Where am I? Where do you see me? You know, you seem worried that people believe it. I'm. I'm. Oh, I, I know have, people believe it. I mean, people. But definitely see, my concern it. is like this is what happens with the gun debates. Is if you give them any quarter in a gun, when it comes to gun laws, you're like, okay, well, I guess don't yeah, give them any ammunition. Yeah, don't give them any ammunition, and then they just keep coming. Every fucking opportunity they get to attack the Second Amendment and any concessions you make, like Trump did with the, um, uh, what is it? The the uh, not the butt stocks. Damn it, bump stocks. Bump, bump stocks. stocks. Yeah, with the How bump do you stock. Not know this? I do know it, but I can forget things because I'm dumb. I'm a Benerican. Uh When I was like, tr- he yeah. he gave in and allowed them to ban that shit, and it's it's just you know. It's the fucking frog in the pot of water. When I was driving One up here. One little step at a time, and next thing you know, a jackboot's on your neck. When I was driving up here, well, that's one argument, but I was driving up here, and I was listening to Bill Maher for a little while, and I paused it, what? and I was thinking. I always listen. I listen every week to his real-time show. And, you listen? Uh, you know, Wait, he has, he has a, a show. Does he have a podcast? Yeah, he, has he does. A podcast. It's hilarious. He just gets very high with Quentin Tarantino, and they talk about stuff. But other guests, as other well, guests I believe, too. Yeah. But I watched one with T- Quentin Tarantino, and that that podcast sounds like this. So, Bill, feet, <laughs> for him or against him? You well, into this foot thing? That's what Quentin Tarantino says. Yeah, yeah. is he into feet? Oh, I think well, so. Do you not? That's like one of the. I know 
two things about it. But I pause it and I say, I just thought of this great mantra that could be like the title for something, be a good title for a book, certainly an episode of a show. The worst people in the world uh-huh. hardly exist. Hmm. Right. I know that I, I could and not. I, when I you said that, said I anything said it, I agree more with. I said it out loud yeah. and I smiled. I said it out loud. <laughs> the worst people in the world well, yeah, hardly it, exist. Now, there's two meanings to this, too, I realized as my smile grew even wider in the car on my way here. Mm-hmm. There's two meanings. Number one, the showcase of the look at your enemies and how they're trying to fuck you. Obviously, all of that is magnified and overblown in the first meaning that they hardly exist. Okay. And then to Andrew's point, or something that he certainly suggested earlier, they hardly exist as far as their impact in the world is concerned. I'm just saying, the more they actually believe this, like as that bar goes up, as we add more weights to that side of the scale, their influence goes down, mm-hmm. right? Wait, the weight scale thing doesn't work out. But as we put- How do scales work? <laughs> as more Plinko coins end oh, up on that yeah. side of the scale, as far as their belief, that's also equivalent to the lack of influence that they have. As their number goes up? As their, yeah. their, as their <laughs> belief number increases, their influence number decreases. That's nonsensical. Is their belief number the number of believers? Or no, the more people that believe, the less How much in. they believe. So if you 100% believe, you're a 10 out of 10. Okay. Okay? Uh. If you don't believe at all, you're a 0 out of 10. Okay. The higher the belief number, the lower the influence number. I also would mm. say it this way. The bigger the group of believers is, the less their individual influences yes. are. Because the more dependent they become on the group. For identity and okay. meaning and direction. And the bigger it appears, the more likely people are to want to go against it. Mm, people inherently want to go against the grain. This is why for uh, the past 10, the 15, years, 20 years, say. no, 2, 10, 15, 20, okay. this is why rebellion has been so easy to package and sell. But that's what this is. That's what all of this is. This that's is why the there's, end of it. That's why there's this young hip hopster going, yo, kids, eat Greta cool. Is she a young hip hopster? What is she? Uh, she's, she's a, a Canadian com- comedian, comedian, singer, lady that's guy. That's But she's got a young hip hopster <laughs> style. She does. She had a gold chain. She could huh? tell me she's a young rapstress, and I would have been like, okay. Oh, okay. She's wearing sweats and jewelry. Yeah. And a lot of jewelry. has color. Yeah. So she could be a young hip hop. What did you call it? A hip hopster? Hip hops. A rabbit. <laughs> okay. So, so these people are marketing, they're, they're harnessing teen rebellion. Oh, yeah. And like, hey, kids, aren't you ready to stand up to people who don't care about climate change? Don't you want to be a rebel and join these super wealthy, rich white guys? <laughs> you say something. Andrew's trying to fly. Listen with his, uh, to every episode of this show uh-huh. for the last three years. And you will hear me say this exact same thing, except for I was saying in the contest context of like Justin Sane from Anti-Flag back when I was 14 years old. Yeah. And I'm standing there in the crowd going, man, there's nobody I love more than Anti-Flag. And then I hear him fucking talk. And I go, just play music, dipshit. <laughs> just play. I'm here for music, not for talk. Yeah. And what you're talking about, this is, a, I don't care. It has zero impact on me. What would he talk about? Oh, evil, greedy, capitalist, corporate shills 
mm. per, you know, killing Afghanis in Iraq and Iraqis in Afghanistan. He's kind of right. He's right. He's kind yeah. of right. Yeah. But his solution is communism. Oh, well, yeah, see, people need a... help with solutions. Right, but I'm 14 years old and I'm going, bullshit. Like, just play the music They that can I like. see the right problem. They don't have the right solution. Right, but he's not in a place to create the right solution because he's a fucking emo pop punk singer. Right. He's somebody who is good at strumming a guitar. And I then don't he even know he's good smart. at that. Oh, shit. How do you become a singstress? Because he has a whiny punk sound to him yeah and dumb and he's kids angry like enough. you listen to him and get right. money he's angry enough to mobilize kids like me but kids like me were smart enough to go yeah okay uh to a point yeah well i mean did you know all millennials are gonna be like over 40 pretty soon no wait the oldest millennials yeah the youngest will be it'll be a while yeah that oh yeah wow, that's the opposite of what let's I take thinking. a break i need to have some cheese Five, four, three, number two. I'm just finishing up a snack. Come so, back a little sooner than I thought. I want to finish up this thought. A hundred bucks right now, Brett. If it was provable, mm-hmm. is the Earth flat or round? What? Where does the hundred bucks come into it? If if it's if it's flat, you get a hundred bucks. If it was somehow provable, would you bet that it's flat or round? Round. You bet that it's round. Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're not convinced. I was I was only playing devil's advocate. Okay. Just making sure. Got um, six more pieces of cheese here. <laughs> so you guys go ahead. Uh, uh, uh. Uh, uh. A lot of gastro stuff. <laughs> or food eating stuff. You guys ready for Deaf History Month? What? Deaf? <laughs> deaf. <laughs> Who's deaf? No I one's don't know deaf. what he said. No one's deaf. Who's deaf? We don't huh? have any famous people who are deaf. Helen Keller? Well, buddy. Where? Oh, where'd it go? What what happened? Oh, that's right. I can't get... Anyway, apparently my work wants me to know about National Deaf History Month. Maybe I can make this full screen. I can't... I don't have... I don't know. Tell me one thing a deaf person did. Let's say you're deaf and hard of hearing in America. 11.5 million Americans today have some sort of hearing impairment. Therefore, they need a whole month for us to give a fuck. That's not deaf. Hearing impairment's not deaf. I can't hear shit. I don't go around saying, I'm deaf. This is your month, baby. Cash in. No. Go sue people that sell headphones because you can't use them. How many people can't hear anything? How many people are right. like Sly Stallone in Copland <laughs> right when the, he has the accident, when he's sh- saving the drowning woman? Or after Harvey Keitel or whoever fires a gun near his other ear. Who's that deaf? So this PowerPoint says... <laughs> it's a rhetorical question. They can't hear me. No, that's true. 
The power of communication is that it doesn't solely rely on hearing. Just in case you're too fucking dumb to realize what reading is. <laughs> or maybe uh, uh, visual arts. Mechanisms such as reading lips, using sign language to communicate with hands, and or using service animals have developed a whole new wave of communication. Technology today has helped create and enhance ways to communicate with the deaf and hard of hearing. Great. And then here we have moments in deaf history. Let's see. We got the first public school in 1817 for the deafs. Oh, there's a big, beautiful school in Pittsburgh for the deaf. Mm, yeah. Out it's gorgeous. In Swiss Vale. Gallaudet University. No. Oh, well, that was founded in 1864. The National Association of Deaf founded 1880. Teletypewriter invented 1960. Closed captioning 1990. Americans with Disabilities Act uh, becomes... What the fuck's Notice that? Notice how all of these are not about deaf people doing things. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that was 1990. National Deaf History Month introduced 19, bleh, 2006. And then the 21st Century Communications and Video Accessibility Act of 2010 is passed, which increases the access of persons with disabilities to modern communications in 2010. What does that mean? Who knows? But feel good about it because the government did stuff. I feel pretty good about it because I watched a movie last night that we had closed captioning on for. Yeah. And, uh, you know, if it wasn't for that, it would have been a problem. But that's because they were Chinamen speaking the China Chang. We didn't know what they were saying otherwise. Uh, we put watched, closed captioning on for everything. We watched yeah. Wolf Warrior 2. I, jeez, I dated a woman who put closed captioning on for everything, and at first that was annoying. What? But then I- Why came, everything? I came to like it. It's not good for comedy because it it's shows not. you the punchline before we watched, he says it. Yeah, we watched Seinfeld with closed captioning. Yeah, and then you're also not watching but the, I did kinda the visuals. Like it. No, I kind of liked it. Really? You're kind of dumb. No, you just check it in case you didn't catch something. Right. Well, I use it for that, sure, but I don't just leave it on all the time. I don't know. In my okay, it's distracting. In my room, I have a TV. You on do. that TV at some point on Amazon, I put closed captioning on. Okay. Now everything I watch on Amazon has closed captioning, and I will watch it, and I have no desire to turn it off. The closed captioning. Yeah. You're just watching for closed captioning. I don't know. Are you it, just trying to trick qu- yourself into quieter? thinking you're reading? Well, yeah, it can be quiet. <laughs> you're like, look at me. I'm like, I'm just like, I'm reading a book. I'm smart, man. <laughs> now, we've heard of none of these people, right? Uh, Laurent Clerk, Reverend Thomas Gallaudet, Edward Minor Gallaudet, Helen Keller. You've heard of that dumb bitch. Mm, she was smart. No, she was. No, she was deaf and dumb. And blind. Or was she the teacher? And she did turn out to be dumb. Oh, no. American educator and author who was deaf and blind since she was 18 months old also served as a disability activist. Yeah, they always said she was deaf, dumb, and blind. But was no, she really that, dumb? That was that was the Tommy. What? Tommy? From the pinball wizard. Pinball wizard, yeah. The who? Oh, pinball wizard. I don't deaf, know. dumb, and blind, but look at him play. Yeah. <laughs> and supple wrists. Well, the reason we haven't heard of these people, Brett, is the reason that we have Deaf History Month. Because we need to learn about all the super important contributions like closed captioning that they've provided to Marley Matlin. Oh, she's deaf. (laughs) Known for her performance in Children of a Lesser God, which raised awareness of deaf culture. What else was she in? Wasn't she? She was in like Seinfeld or something. She's just in roasts, like Comedy Central roasts. Oh. 
And she gets up there and is deaf, and people love it. Did people they? It did they just put her in there because she's hilarious? She's funny, deaf because she's, she's got like, a good sense. Of- <gasps> she just goes up there and goes. She talks. People no, laugh she at can her. talk. Go pull oh. up Marley Matlin. Roast. I will. You she just- can talk a little. I mean, you can tell she's deaf. Here we go. She's going to teach the horrible, horrible. No. We're going to get kicked off for this. Ladies and gentlemen, my. Fast forward. This is not going to show her being based, though. Yeah, she's, yeah I'm, I'm fast forward. That was a video of her. Okay, keep going. There we go. Talk, bitch. We can't hear you. She seems fine. Oh, yeah. She's pretty hot, too. All right, she's just signing. She's using her hands to speak. Hello. Hi there. Welcome, welcome to you. Uh, welcome to your interpreter, Jack. Jack, thanks so much for being Thank here. Thank you. Um, what? He just there's just a guy sitting on the side he of the just stage. Why sitting next to her? Right. <laughs> uh, so he can see her sign. Oh. Completely. No, you see, he is in her sightline. But wait, then he, I guess, could just yell because he's not deaf. Because what's his face isn't deaf. He doesn't have to look at the interpreter. Maybe her publicist said to her, Marley, you know what? You're great at sign language, but what you're not good at is talking. <laughs> but you don't know that. So stick to the sign language, and we'll have Steve here to help you out. See if she talks at all in this. She talks in the roasts. We have a rolling chair for Steve. Oh, yeah. Does he? Is this chair have wheels? Oh, yeah. No, definitely. it does not. Yes, it does. No, it doesn't. It does, too. It's just a stool. I can tell. So what nice are you, blind? Fun. This isn't blind month. It's about time I have been waiting and waiting and waiting. And <laughs> thank you for having me. Well, it's our pleasure. This Colbert, year that's is his name. the 35th <laughs> anniversary of you winning your Oscar oh, for God. Children of a Lesser God. There you are. Have a shot right there. Had enough. She talks, though. She goes, oh, God. Yeah, she said, oh, God. Uh, let's see who else is super important. Where? Fuck, where'd that? That's it. Marley Matlin, Helen Keller. Yeah. Well, there's Dr. King Jordan, who is the king of Jordan. What did he do? Uh, first deaf president of Gallaudet University, appointed by President Bush in 1990. So, nobody. Uh, and then it says why communication in the workplace is important. And then it goes All over. Right. Yeah, we know communication is good. That's why we don't hire deaf people. Because they can't hear. Ways you can help. Listen to the stories and experiences of deaf deaf people and create awareness and understanding. You know what? If this was the worst thing in the world, great. Yeah. Great. Yay. This is a big deal to not have. Now, if there's a sense to not have, I'd say it's this one. Yeah. Here, you know know what, deaf people? Fuck you. You get to sleep anywhere, any day. Great. Aren't you a big man who can just rail on deaf people (laughs) (laughs) on a podcast, an audio podcast? To not have one sense. Yeah, they're not listening to us. Andrew would probably say taste. We don't have closed captioning. Andrew would probably give up taste of the five. Yeah, yeah, I already don't have. I don't think you have much anyway. Yeah, I think I, I think hearing would be the one I'd give up. Oh, for sure, hearing can fuck off. I don't need none of that shit. But I want to be able to see things. No, I want to hear. I would give up taste and smell. What? Oh, hearing, touch, and sight. Yeah, Uh, I give up taste first. Okay, smell second. Hearing third. Touch and then sight. Oh, smell. Wait, if you can still taste, smell. Yeah, those kind of go together, so you'd want to... Uh, what is there more of? Bad now, smells or good ones? Hang In my on. house, bad. If you lose smell... Sardines? You, hang on. If you lose smell, you're going to lose taste. That's... But, okay. We, we just said one. Taste or smell. Oh, smell, you keep said taste. Or, yeah. 
What if you can taste your smells? I've already lost smell. <laughs> I smoke. Yeah. That's the joke. But yeah, no, I uh, I enjoy many a visual thing, so I'd give up hearing. Like, I, I could... Oh, fuck. What about podcasts, though? Jesus Christ. It'd yeah. be so bored. I don't want to give up hearing, because I consume all media through my ears, and... But you know what's way harder in life? When I'm racing cars, fucking... I listen to things. Oh, so you'd be a blind race car driver? No, but I would... Idiot. The sight would be the last one, but the hearing would be the second to last for the cars. Um, or the feel. No, the feel would be second to last. Hearing, feel. then feel, then sight. Like but, emotional feels or no, physical? physical feel. Hmm. I don't know if anybody that loses that. Do they? Well, if we're talking a, about losing a sense, yeah. it's one of the senses. That's true. I kind of like being able to feel because otherwise... But speaking of smells... I mean, this, this thanking putty is so delightful. I don't have a I good sense it. of smell because... Of, smoking yeah you've right destroyed it willfully but something i was thinking about winter has a smell do you guys know this oh yeah, yeah i know yeah. you do describe the smell of winter clean it, well it smells like frozen water what does frozen water smell like <laughs> clean yeah it's i i don't think i could do better than that wow i know right but it's weird how like winter has a smell like in the fall when you've had warm day after warm day after warm day, then all of a sudden one day you wake up and you go outside and you go, oh, winter's coming. Yeah, it has that crisp, clean, cold smell. Yeah, it's like a crisp, yeah. and it's it's even though it's a harbinger of bad things. Yeah, you still feel good about but it. But now right? here, here like, I feel good about it. Yeah, it is nice. Here's the question though: Is it a smell or is it a lack of smell? Because there are many smells. Smells propagate when it's warmer. And there's plants and birds and bugs in the summer. They all... Oh, spring. Spring has a smell. Shitting and farting everywhere all summer long. And then winter comes along. We know spring has a smell. And the snow covers it up. There's no grass. There's no cut grass. But there is firewood. And oh, then... Summer has a smell. It's cut grass. Yeah. Jeez, every season has a smell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If you think about it. it. Fall. The hardest one to nail down is winter. Fall has a smell. Yeah, death. it's like the dead leaves. Yeah, but it's good. Cinnamon. It's a good smell. Or or the the smell of uh, wood fired smoke starting but to propagate the is air. Is that the smell of fall, or is that the smell of an early winter? Mm. Because you can't. Well, technically, describe... fall is earlier than winter. Right, but you can't describe <laughs> the smell of winter. So is it simply the smell of fall? Well, that's why I'm saying it's the lack of smell. And I'm asking this because you only notice this in the fall mm. when you get a particularly cold day and it's like, oh, winter is here. Yeah. Like, oh, it can actually get this cold. I smell winter. I sense it coming. Right. And then winter comes and you don't think about that smell again. Mm. Months go by. The next thing you know, it's mid-April and you walk outside and you go, what What's the fuck? Smell? I smell winter. <laughs> Smell it today. Oh, because it there was some snow flurries yeah, and stuff. But I smelled winter today. Hmm. And it wasn't like today was the coldest day we've had. No, not, it was not just, at all. I just happened to smell winter today. Yeah, it's, well, you know how rain has a smell? It's that, like, I forget what the fuck it is, but there's some chemical in rain. Is there? Yeah. You know what rain smells like, right? Water? Yeah. Wet? Hang on, I'll have to look it up. But, hmm. but like... Frozen water must have that similar smell, but it's frozen. But when you freeze it, the smell goes away. I don't know. Apparently I mean, not. I'm looking at this website going, God, I feel bad for death people. And then I'm listening to this conversation. I'll be like, eh, not really. Petrichor. <laughs> Petrichor. 
is the term coined by Australian scientists in 1964 to describe... <laughs> the term that was coined. <laughs> The unique earthy smell associated with rain. It is caused by the water from the rain along with certain compounds like ozone, geosmin, and plant oils. And corn. <laughs> what else? Let's hear. So, yeah. Ah, I just, there's so much more. Yeah, there's eight fucking PowerPoint things. Oh, resources used. We got it. We need that. What was the last? Tips for communicating with people who are deaf slash hard of hearing. Now, this is Deaf History Month, not hard of hearing month, like Brett said. What the fuck? It's on the spectrum. Obtain the person's attention before trying to communicate. No shit. That goes for anybody. Mm-hmm. If your buddy John at work is halfway across the fucking warehouse and you're just talking at normal Hey, John. Body, Hey, John, yeah. I got a question. Yeah, you get... I got a question. What? I got a question. What do you want? <laughs> I'm deaf. If I worked with deaf people, I would communicate with them telepathically. <laughs> or at least I'd make them think I was trying to. You would just carry around Aaron's thinking putty and throw it at them? No, I would close. I, she put my... <laughs> I've been thinking, hear my thoughts. <laughs> <laughs> Think on this, putty. Uh, I would carry around an airsoft pistol to get their attention. Just pop them in the back from I bet a ways off. Aaron's thinking putty would make a deaf person come. <laughs> right? Because all the, well, okay. They no, say, no, no, no. Not deaf, blind. Both. Okay. Both are missing a sense. And then Helen Keller's loins would just explode with passion. This is the kryptonite for Tommy. <laughs> yeah, when someone touched Helen Keller, she just, I'm sure that was a mess. <laughs> just jizzed. So rude. Well, if you think you're missing, like, okay, so everything is heightened if you lose one. Think about how much input you get from a single sense, especially vision. There are senses that smell, I don't think, does much for me. Taste right now, it's not doing much. So I'm really pretty much operating just on three feeling. I feel my butt on the seat. I feel my feet on the ground. I feel my pants. I feel, I got to talk about pants. Um, <laughs> now I feel the pants everywhere. Yeah. I'm thinking about it. Right. Um, seeing, there's uh, how many visual inputs am I getting right now? Oh, it's incalculable. Uh, <laughs> and the hearing, we're talking to each other. Absolutely. Important stuff. If one goes down, see, my eyes are now closed. Yeah. You guys ever seen the movie from like the 90s called Blind Fury? Your voice becomes so much more powerful. The feeling of my elbow on the table here is like taking over. Now touch some putty. Now, oh. uh, what, uh, what, wait a minute. How else can I? Uh, how can you find the can putty? Can you give me like 100 decibels of white noise maybe? <laughs> All right. Close my eyes. Um, I, I can't find putty. Oh, there's putty. All right. So we're doing real sensory experiments here now on the show. No vision, very little sound. He's playing with the potty. <laughs> I think it. I think it makes you retarded. I think you turned. It's really. I really. I. I know we're doing a show, and I'm exaggerating and all that. But it really like to to just have the one sound. Yeah. Like death is just death. Death is just nothing. 
but just the singular sound basically takes out that consideration and then closing her eyes and the putty is just really oh yeah you got to fix whatever you're doing there Andrew. but but i started giggling and i couldn't stop <laughs> just because of how that's it, what being deaf is like you just giggle and giggle and giggle and don't have a care in the world yeah speaking of sound a week and a half ago i went to a slackers concert do you yep. guys hear me fart Yes, that was that was a fart. Yeah, I wasn't gonna say anything. I was testing I your deafness. It was a fart. I heard it. I was r- trying to raise awareness. I for seen deafness. it. <laughs> anyway, thanks, you useless fucks in HR. Did they make you watch me- that? No, they, they just sent it to you. They just emailed stupid shit to you. It's when you when you oh, work for a corporate. This was a corporate email. <sighs> this is the kind of useless dumb shit that people sit around in HR and they go. Well, that's nice. I they- don't have anybody to fire today. What do I do instead? I'll look up what's the- what national holiday is it? It's a All whole right. month. I'm, I'm just upset at the fact that he's even talking about this. Um, I think it's Sorry. better than like calling an assembly. Oh, for sure. I wish everything could be an email because I can delete those with a quickness. So I went to a Slacker show. Nice. A week and a half ago. And I had to force myself to go. This was weird. Like, I had a lot going on. I had shit to do. Is it because you're deaf now? No. And in fact, this was the first concert I've been to that was like in an appropriate volume. Oh, really? It wasn't overly loud. It was actually really great. Everyone's getting older. The sound was really good. Oh, and I looked around. Everyone was very old. Everyone's Everyone's getting older there. Everybody's. This is... At least the 11th time that I've seen the Slackers. Did you know the youngest millennials are going to be 40 soon this year? <laughs> this was. Uh, this the, is what it would be like to be mute. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> or not. Hey, there's a sense. Talking. What's a, it's not a sense. Where does mute come from in the sense spectrum? You can be it's deaf, blind, sense. and mute. You can be. Mute. Dumb is also an, a, a synonym for mute. Hmm. I wish more people were mute. Mm. Me too. But if you're deaf, you don't have to worry about that. Yeah. True. Oh, man, yeah. Oh, so why don't you just, yeah, focus inward, oh make yourself God. deaf, as opposed to trying to make the world mute. Talking's what you do with what your senses give you. Yeah. You know? Imagine how great flying is to deaf people. Oh, it's probably wonderful. Well, except for the boring as fuck part. We just get a little vibration and you fall right to sleep. Yeah. Then it's sure. like you're me. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> I would just imagine like lots of things being real orgasmic if you turn <laughs> if you didn't have a sense. Hmm. You just think everything leads to orgasm somehow? <laughs> well, I'll tell you about the experience I had in a sensory deprivation. Okay? Where you lose You know line. other people have to use those tanks. Bot- yeah. You but you lose feeling, which is the problem. So if you could lose smell, taste, sight, and hearing, and it was all just feeling, the only feeling you get is like your skin just kind of dissolves into like the outward feeling of your body. So it's all just your bowels. It's an amorphous. Yeah, it's an amorphous. (laughs) I may be shitting myself. I may or may not be. I'm in between. And your mind becomes real active when you're worried you might be shitting yourself. Right. You can't feel your dick. It just dissolves. You just feel your dick kind of right. sprinkle away. You're like in between. You're you're in the middle of I'm not even conscious of my dick and orgasming. 
No, it's, no? It, but oh. it's different because it's not, you don't have a lot of physical sensations in the outside of your body, which you need. So you don't even have a dick. It's like you don't have a dick. Greasy butthole. <laughs> I've given in to pants. Andrew was talking about the slackers. Sorry. <laughs> but he, I think I distracted originally. So. Uh, I'm, I'm just saying, I've seen them 11 times now. Yeah. I, went, I had to oh, force Jesus. myself to go because I bought tickets. Do they ever do like new songs or like, what's the yeah, point? Yeah, they did new songs of this show. Is it enjoyable to just hear the same song? Yeah, it is. Weird. Uh, it's also enjoyable to see a band age over time. So I, I saw them. I'm like willfully deaf. Uh, a week and a half music. ago. And I'm looking at them and going, geez, look how scraggly Vic's hair is. And Glenn's really yeah. still holding on to that same look, even though he's getting more wrinkly. And Marcus, <laughs> he's just more gray and white than ever. Yeah, you shared a video. A quick These guys video. are all pushing 50 now. Wow. You shared a quick video from this concert, and I, I watched it. And I went, I could not think of more of a boring place to be. I had a fantastic time. Oh, there. it was amazing. This was one of yeah, the I best slacker shows I've been to. I just to. don't fucking get live music, man. Well, normally I go with a woman, and this time I went with a long face. But regardless, it seems real fucking boring. No, it was great. We got there. Couldn't you go to a library or something? <laughs> we got there <laughs> uh, as soon as the opening bands were done. So we didn't have to walk in and wait for anybody. We just walked in. And it was Slacker's time. Prior to that, we were at Gooski's, eating chicken fingers and Ooh. playing ping pong. Yeah. And getting grease all over the ping pong table. Does it matter? Not at Gooski's. Right. <laughs> it might help with the spin. So. Or counteract the spin. We get there, and this place is not a place I've been before. It didn't look promising. We walked in, and it was shockingly not awful. Okay. First impression. So we walk up. We find our spot, right? Slackers start playing. All of a sudden, a hole opens up in the crowd. Ooh. Why is mosh, there a hole? Mosh pit. No, Slackers is not a mosh pit kind of band. I don't know. What else are holes So for? why are you declaring mosh pit if you don't know? Because I... What else is there to do? <laughs> well, I'll tell you. What else was there? There's a, a hole opens up. Puke. It was just for vomit? Yeah, it was it was from it was a vomit hole. <laughs> Somebody threw up. Oh, so they were avoiding. Yeah. If only they had lost their senses of smell and taste. I didn't smell the vomit, but I saw the hole. I saw the vomit. The people retreat. And then immediately they cleaned it up, and it was all all was well. While the concert's going on. Yes, but I, I'm looking around. Wow. And I'm seeing the slackers, which are 50 years old, and I'm looking around the crowd, and I'm going, "Geez, this is the same crowd that I was with a decade ago." And we're Probably. all fucking older. There's the same guy there in his white button-down shirt with his tie. <laughs> and he, he oh. just came from his bank job. And he untucked his shirt. And he couldn't be happier to be anywhere on the planet than here. How I've very seen him, him no less than three times. And he's, you should, yeah. he's here alone, yet he's here with everyone. You don't try to make he's friends? He's dancing alone, yet he's dancing with everyone. Do you, yeah. you know we, we had this conversation on the show last week. I don't think we did. We did. We talked about all this. No. We didn't. I don't know if it was no. on the oh, show. Shit. I didn't was, bring up oh, the no, no, it was at all on the, on the show last it was, week. Sorry. It was on the Discomfort Zone okay. lab. <laughs> That's where it was. Yeah, because we heard this somewhere. <laughs> but anyway, it was a delightful show. I'm old. Yeah. It was a quieter show, which was nice. It is nice when things get a little quieter. And I'm just glad I can go see a band that is that entertaining 
and that enjoyable, even though I had to force myself to go. But I was so happy. Why did you force yourself to go, though, if because you enjoy I, it so much? Well, be, okay. Because I'm like, oh, what are all the things I should be doing, could be doing? Oh, yeah. Or sleeping. Like, it's a late <laughs> yeah, show. Right. It's an hour away. Yeah. And we fucking leave the show, and Longface's dog has to go to the hospital. Oh, jeez. So I couldn't even go straight home. Yeah, to go we had to, to go the to the dog hospital. Dog Wait, spittle. he had a dog with him? No. <laughs> His wife did, and she went to the dog hospital. So oh, and she's like, sorry, man, you got to come to the dog hospital with me? Yes. Yeah. So we drove to the dog hospital. Like, what's he going to do there? Provide emotional support, I yes, guess. Yes, be yeah. there. So we drove Stupid to the dog women hospital. And, their needs. and it, by the time we got there, it's like, geez, I should be home by now sleeping. Yeah. yeah. Right? It's very late. We're at the dog hospital. He's day, like, right? all right. You take my car home. Oh, yeah. And I'll just go home with the wife. The wife. Yeah. So he goes and home with the wife. hopefully the dog. No, the dog had to stay overnight. Oh, no, it's dead? No, it's oh. it's good. Just had to stay overnight. Thankfully, it's good. Yeah. It's an yeah. old dog. It is. If Listeners, if you could see this dog. If you remember Kitty from the show, Max is basically as old as Kitty and a very similar breed of dog except for max is still alive five years later yeah picture kitty with her face made of picture kitty and sean connery had a dog baby with steve buscemi and then was hit by a truck (laughs) maybe a little william defoe in there somehow i don't (laughs) he's right like it is Uh, an ugly max's age is like i don't know 14 15 johan's in the chat asked max age Um, anyway so long face goes goes home with the wife leaves max at the hospital i take the car back it's very late but i don't regret one second of any of it yeah yeah you had a good time i did had a great time you got to see your slackers friend i did who you don't talk to but you see multiple times oh you mean the guy yeah the guy in the white shirt he's just one of the guys i recognize oh you should go up to him and be like hey you're that fucking loser i see here every time there's a slacker not at all and then and I'm at this show. Yeah, and no, no, no. Total strangers are around Here, me. Hang on. Okay. The scene is you say that to the guy, but then the camera pulls out, and it turns out you're just a, talking to a mirror in the bathroom. <laughs> and there's sad music plays. What you were saying? But this is the kind of show the slackers are. I'm just standing there having a good time. They have loyal f- fans. Sure, but all of a sudden, the guy in front of me, the big burly guy in front of me, okay, just turns around. He's holding two cans of beer. <laughs> the guy to his fist. right also holding two cans of beer and they just hand me one. Oh no that's a problem i don't i can't do beer we have i'm very weak we haven't yeah straight whiskey for us but i drink the beer we had when was the last time you had a beer at a slacker show when was the last time you went to a slacker show last wednesday i feel like i drank a beer i'm gonna say once every six months Probably drink a beer. I think I drank a Once beer. Once every two years for me. In November, when we moved in, I feel like I drank a beer at some point when we were done moving, and there was, for some reason, a beer in the fridge. It was like a Coors Light. And I was like, I'm going to have a beer. Felt like something to do. Like your new house, chug a beer. You go, fuck America. Yeah. But I'm glad that no woman has been able to ruin the slackers for me. Yeah, bitch. Uh, there's been lots of opportunities. Oh. <laughs> like... As in breaking up the Slackers band like Yoko Ono or in your own life relationships? Both. Ah, yes. But yeah, it's oh, still, yeah, that's a lot of guys. A lot of variables. Still hold strong. Yeah, they're probably uh, mostly straight. Oh, they're all straight. Okay, so that means they could deal with a lot of women. 
Especially, and then over the oh, I was not that. I was just talking about like taking women to the slacker show and then going without that woman and not enjoying Being it. Sad that or, woman you mentioned earlier came to a slacker show with yep. us, and she couldn't even ruin it. Right. She had a good time. Yeah. Hmm. Who are we talking about? <laughs> the woman that you mentioned earlier. I mentioned the woman earlier. Yeah, you mentioned her, a woman, if, as long as I think you were talking about the same woman. Yeah, Max. The woman who um, what? wanted to argue <laughs> with dog. you about Ukraine? No. No, it's not that woman? She didn't come to a slacker show with me. No, with me. and. Oh, you. yeah, yeah, that, that one. That is the woman. Oh, yeah. Okay, good point. Sorry. No, that wasn't even factoring in my thought process. Jesus, I wish I was deaf for that <laughs> conversation. Um, more importantly, though, Peter. Yeah. I got to know, what's the update on the Groundhogs? Russia's winning. I I work every day. Uh-huh. Right? I work. I work hard. I work hard. <laughs> <laughs> she works hard for her money. I take but phone calls. But you never I take phone calls. I pace around. I look out windows. I step outside sometimes. I look around. And when I look outside, I see green, green grass. Oh, God. Every right, every day I look out there and I, I eyeball that grass and I go, motherfuck, it's getting taller. <laughs> All I have is a little push mower. I see green, green grass. I see little blossoms sprouting in trees. I see birds flying. Little birds from branch oh, yeah. to branch. Big birds soaring in the sky, fucking vultures and shit. Yeah. Like huge, scary birds. Yeah, yesterday, the day before, there was a sparrow and two robins on my deck. And I was like, what are they doing? Yeah. They're fucking I, just, like they were looking at stuff. This sounds like my yard. Yeah. But I look right over my computer monitor. There's deer lying together, yeah. laying together. They don't lie. And do you, do you look back at your computer? <laughs> Sometimes. You do? Yeah. I mean, I look up. I look. They're going to be there. <laughs> No, and he, then there's a squirrel that runs up the tree and sometimes sometimes goes down the oh, tree. They're the most entertaining to watch. They're real funny. These are big red squirrels. Mm, they're oh, fun. they're fun. Big squirrels are fun as long as they stay the fuck out of my attic. <laughs> so, but I also look out mm. and I see groundhogs from time to time. Mm. We discussed them at length last week. We did. But now I look out and not only do I see groundhogs and green green grass and birds, big and small. And blue blossoms on trees and all this stuff uh-huh. and spring. I just see spring just happening smell it. in front of my eyes. Spring has spring. If I open the door, I could sniff and maybe I could smell if I didn't smoke so much. But all I smell is is fucking cigarettes. And then a snow squall hits. That too. And, an and I smell winter again. <laughs> like what the fuck? It's is real happening? confusing. But I also look out and I see groundhog traps and I see mm. green beans inside groundhog traps. <laughs> and I every time. I remember that there's an outside world mm-hmm. and that groundhogs exist out there. I'm in the middle of a phone call and I go, oh, no, I forgot about the groundhogs. I need to go look. I need to go whatever, get the beans out of the traps. Whatever we're discussing needs to go on pause for a minute as I walk to the window and I peer and I peer around the corner to look around the deck to see if those green beans are missing. Mm-hmm. And if those green beans are missing, is there a frightened groundhog inside a trap, mm. scared for its life, shivering and shaking in fear and anger yeah. for being constrained inside this trap? And so far, throughout all of this, all of this emotional roller coaster, I have not been disappointed. I have not seen the trap groundhog. So how is the battle 
against the groundhogs going puke. When there's one in the trap, why don't you just go let it out? <laughs> well, Very good point. He has a camera. Oh, yeah. I would see. I would see the, the sabotage. What would you do if it was really that important to him? Well, I do feel bad for Andrew because he has no skin in the game in this groundhog battle because this is not his deck being undermined or his shop. Literally undermined. Yeah. <laughs> it's not It's not his concrete floor that may no longer support the the four-post Ben Pack lift that mm -hmm. I someday may purchase. Right. That may crumble and fall into a swamp. Mm-hmm. And so I feel bad that for Andrew because he seems to be quite the lover of these fuzzy little fucking pudgy bastards just the fact that you described them as fuzzy and pudgy i mean how do you not love them i would love them i like they're they're fucking hilarious when they're far 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 away out in a field not near my house why don't you just set up like groundhog zoo um there's definitely a way you could contain them i looked into building groundhog houses yeah but then they can still do whatever they want well i was i was willing to build a groundhog house it doesn't matter. You could build the nicest groundhog house. They're still going to dig under the garage instead. Right. So you have to build a zoo that contains them. Like the tiger doesn't leave a pen. the zoo. Oh, we need a pen. A groundhog pen. Oh, I'd be all for that. I would feed them every they would just day. Dig I would take, they would yeah. dig underneath it. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> no, you, if you dig deep enough. Yeah. Well, I mean, how, how far do you think they can dig underground? Oh, they go like six or seven feet. They look unimpressive. Feet. They go a long but distance. But in some regards, they're very impressive. If you look up how deep they dig, how much they dig dirt they can move. It's yeah. impressive. How do they stay clean? They can make houses collapse. Actually, they're apparently fairly fastidious. They shit in a particular latrine tunnel. So they have a they dig they have a, tunnel a bathroom and they only poop over there. Oh, yeah, they have a bathroom tunnel. Yeah. It's more reason to keep them around. I mean, that's impressive. <laughs> how sad are you going to be if I tell you what happened? One I fell in the bathroom. How do I not know what happened? Well, because two of them are dead now. Oh, <gasps> that's why I haven't seen them as much. No, <laughs> I haven't seen them much lately. I just thought it's too cold. No, been hiding. No, what? The traps work pretty good. Fuck, really? Yeah, the traps did not work. I looked every day. Did you look Monday? The green beans were still there. So Monday, I took one off. day. The trap was leaning against the house, and I went. I guess Putin gave up. Let's suck it, Putin. <laughs> No, it's the other, it's the other way around. So Monday, I took off early to go to the the DMV because it was slow at work. One of the other guys was off, and now Andrew looks sad and dejected. Now this is why I haven't mentioned this. I didn't know that I should. What do you do at the DMV? Oh, oh, return your groundhogs. <laughs> I was. Uh, so I need to renew my registration. You silly bastard! All right, just yeah. <laughs> what do you mean? What just do you do? Your car registered in New Hampshire. I don't. Well, I'm not going to drive right. to fucking New Hampshire. No, you, you don't have to. No, you what? I lived in New Hampshire for years. We're doing my registration that, in Pennsylvania. You know what's more expensive? Cops really New Hampshire. Is not New Hampshire more expensive? It is. Oh, it, it is depends better. on your car. No, it's more expensive across the board. It's always been more expensive. It's Thirty-five dollars in Pennsylvania, regardless of your car. Yeah. Every in year. New Hampshire, it's like. Oh, your car yeah, is it's like uh, five hundred twenty thirteen, oh, and we're yeah, in the year twenty fourteen. Seven hundred bucks. I just get it. It's just auto renewed. Oh, okay. Well, 
I have Pennsylvania plates, and I, I believe I told the saga of, of spending like $300 for personalized veterans plates, and then right. they never showed up. Uh-oh. I got to hear the story. This is... Okay, so I get... I've, I've had these traps set out. Andrew's made fun of me for using green beans and being like, ha-ha, they won't get in there. I and was really happy that they weren't working. I've seen the groundhogs around the trap, and one day... The fucker under my deck was literally just poking his head out, staring at me through the window by the trap. But one that afternoon on Monday, I got an alert on my camera and it said sound. And I went, what the fuck? I don't sound. know what that means, sound. That it said, it means Andrew ah. was on a phone call and he walked outside. Right. That's usually what it is. Or like birds Andrew's standing their dick or... out peeing in the backyard. <laughs> well, hopefully. Like you can do it around the back of the shop. Pee into the groundhog hole. No, I just walk behind the house, like around the corner of the, the garage attached to the house, and I pee. How do you know which yeah. one's the toilet hole, though? Oh, any which one you want. You're a human being, not a groundhog. Oh. Um, and so then I realize, oh, I listened to the video. That sound is the sound of a, a have a heart trap slamming shut. So <gasps> I go outside to look, and there is a poor little groundhog doing this crazy chattering noise where he goes with his teeth. What does that sound like, Brad? Um, I don't know. Why? This isn't how it's supposed to end. I'm smarter than these people are. I always outsmart them, but now look at me. How am I going to get out of this? All right, so I'll just continue to be me here, and I guess uh, you can tell your story more. Here I am. Wait, give me me back. I want to be me. No. Yeah, this is me. I only want to be this. Regardless of how it ends, I mean, this is the life I've chosen. Go ahead. So I have a decision to make. Uh, uh, Now I'm just... (laughs) I have no desire to kill animals for no reason, but they do have a... I have a reason to not have them destroy my foundation or under my deck or under the concrete pad of my shop. And I don't have a truck, so I can't put them in the back of my truck. And um, Yeah, the foundation built by you and your oligarchs. Yeah, I am the oligarch in this situation. And uh, currently this basement has no water issues that I'm aware of. The only water issue I have is the fucking... Andrew's bathtub drips water all over like the microphone Brett uses. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what to do. Well, I re-caulked around a bunch but of I, stuff. But before so that, I don't know what to do to fix it. Caulk. Like if you would have told me act differently, I would have. But I got to, nothing I did would have mattered. I think I did ask you what you were doing in there if you were And I didn't know. <laughs> but I don't I don't know if it was the caulk like the bad caulk like um uh pulling away from the the bathtub like it's a plastic sheet kind of like it's this formed piece of plastic that you caulk to the top of the bathtub and i think it was separated and water was getting in anyway there's no water intrusion that i know of in the basement but groundhogs can dig tunnels down next to your foundation and then water will collect in there instead of distributing and seeping through the ground right so you basically have a pool of water against your concrete it eats away the concrete and eventually it leaks into your basement that's bad. And I had originally kind of wanted to, because I knew it would make people sad, take the groundhog far away. 
But the groundhog was smashing his face into the cage and being extremely um, oh. distressed. Oh. So I ended his distress <gasps> with a hollow point. What? Yeah. Why did you just drive him to the park? The second groundhog, a few hours later, was also in the trap, <laughs> thanks to the green beans. And sadly, it was Andrew's favorite because it was the female missing a bunch of hair yeah, missing on her the back fur from on being the butt. fucked. Yeah, the butt fur. Now, that's the one that I really needed to kill because they can have, on average, six pups in the spring. They're and that would be... Pups. How do you oh, feel about them? Pups. Yeah, six more fucking pups. pups. They're not called, like, fucking critters. If this was a spider, you would have no problem killing no, it. No, not at all. Yeah. Spiders don't have personalities. No, they don't. Yeah. I don't feel good about I, this I, at I, all. Don't be so sure. I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> I'm a spider. Well, I mean, I'm pretty cool. You sound, you're just trying to do an, a groundhog imitation. Uh, out. Oh, yeah. uh, I think the female one was older. She really fucked up the trap. And at one point, I felt like she might escape. Because they are very powerful little critters. They are powerful little critters. But she didn't escape my bullets. They're powerful. How many shots did you have to fire? They're powerful. On average, one, but I put two into them just to make sure. To make sure it was quick. One in the head, one in the body. And you didn't release this on the Portman Show YouTube channel? No, I'm not. First of all, I don't want to get canceled. And second of all, I take no pleasure in having to do this. The groundhogs are simply... Why would... They're, they're just living there. Just wait. Just put them inside the garage or in, in the bathroom <laughs> or something, and then we can take them to the park later. Now, here's... Why the, can't we take them to the park? Here's the argument against that. First of all, it's extremely stressful them, for them to be... I know it's stressful, caged. but at least they get to relieve the stress and still live. No, they don't. When you relocate an animal, especially an animal that survives in a burrow because of the cold weather at night, he's acting like simply he, he doesn't know fucking dropping shit. them off miles away. Now you live in a house, correct, Andrew? Mm -hmm. If somebody took you, if you put me in another house, I'd figure it out. No, if somebody kidnapped you and put you in the middle of the woods, yeah, in the middle of the woods, sure. But another house, yeah, I'd figure you, it out. Now, hang on. Mm -hmm. Uh huh. Mm -hmm. Where's this house yeah. for the groundhog? When you relocate a groundhog, where's its house? The groundhog lives in a yard, in the woods, in no, a hole, they under live, a tree. Nope. They live in tunnels. Mm -hmm. They live in tunnels that tunnels they Tunnels that they make. Or that they find. Or and, find. And simply, it's actually more cruel to simply just release an animal somewhere off in the distance Fine. from where it if was. If you capture me as I'm wandering through a familiar field, <laughs> yeah, sure. and you take me and release me into an unfamiliar field... Uh-huh. Eventually, I'll acclimate. I don't know that they that's do. what I'm saying. So, if you were to kidnap me from a lazy boy in my living room and put me in a lazy boy in an unfamiliar living room, I'll acclimate. You have a, a higher IQ than a groundhog, though. Debatably, <laughs> yeah. you do. I think. So, well, two out of three, huh? Well, Sorry about that. Number three, that I had, is so fucking disappointing. Number three, I just I had thought in my they've been outsmarting you, and they mm. weren't falling for your fucking green bean bait. <laughs> and it just hasn't. Like every day, I looked outside and went, "Ha, green bean bait, still there." Or "Ha, the trap." It. I don't know what puke did with it. Why is it over there now? But clearly, it's not working. There's no groundhog in there. I've been devastated. Mm. I've been so worried. Did you notice it was near the hose? I noticed it was not where it was. Yeah. But I just thought that was because you'd given up on the green bean no. bait. I thought it was because you wanted to camouflage the trap more. I thought, here's my, my biggest concern. Mm -hmm. 
And it's not even has to do with you. It doesn't have to do with you. It has to do with me looking outside and being so fearful that I'm going to see a groundhog trapped in the trap that I now have to go take care of it. Wear that's glo- what I was afraid of. If you're going to do that, wear gloves. Also, that's why... Oh, I, I know. I've dealt with ground. I have a whole life I've dealt with groundhogs. <laughs> do you? I do. What did you do with groundhogs? When I was six years old, oh, walking yeah? through a field. Okay. You would bring them in the house. <laughs> <laughs> and put them at the foot of my dad's bed. Did you know they say groundhogs are actually good to eat? Surely. Probably. A lot of meat. They got muscle. They, they, got, they got muscle. That's what they say. <laughs> Who's they? Kentuckians? West horse vaginans? But I, no, I was real worried I'd have to deal with the groundhog. Like, I'm on meetings with people. Yeah. And I'm talking to, like, my assistant partner person. And I'm like, hold on. I just remembered about the groundhogs. We cannot continue until I look outside and make sure I don't have to go either take care of business, mm-hmm. like put it out of its misery, yeah. or take it, put it in the trunk, and drive it several miles away and release it in the park. Well, that's the reason that I didn't leave the trap out for the third one until I was around or you weren't, because <laughs> I didn't want you to have to deal with it. Oh, you know what? Because I don't point, feel like you could emotionally. At this point, if I capture a groundhog... It's being released in your bed. <laughs> I have people guns. <laughs> I ain't afraid to use them. Either. All right. Well, I mean, like, uh, I also have great anxiety because I have trap set up for number three, who was staring at it yesterday. But why don't you want to give it a chance? Why do you just shoot it? Why can't you just give it a chance? There's a nice park. Because I have no way to get it's it. It's two the- miles away. I have no way to get it to that. In park. your trunk. No. In my trunk. These ground. The CRV is in the garage. What? The CRV is for nothing other than groundhog transportation. No. It can't be. Here's, it, but it can't be free in the CRV. No. No, it's no, in the trap. Here's, no. Here's why I didn't do that because I seriously think I had concerns that it could have gotten out of the trap. They are. Like they're they're good at digging. <laughs> okay. and even that can it's you, not a good excuse to not do it. Because if it did get out of the trap, yeah, while you're driving the CRV, that would be what a good story. Can you imagine <laughs> like a? Oh, how did puke die? He got how his jugular puke? bit off by a total the CRV by rolling it over. Yeah. Well, the groundhog. So, it's a real it's a real Bill Murray situation. If I had a truck where there was glass and steel between me and the bed and the groundhog, then I would have. But jeez. Pierce's mom is trying to ruin the show. <laughs> What'd she say? It's illegal in Pennsylvania to relocate groundhogs because they are considered to be a rabies vector species. No professional company is going to relocate them. They will be killed probably by gunshot or gas. And that's why I'm saying it's up to us to, you know, just to try to help them. Well, you know what? I'm going to help them by removing them from my property in the most quick and, and removing them from this earth. main manner possible. And then I am going to mix up concrete and pour them into the holes to try and prevent them from ever coming back. I was getting slowly more and more disappointed because I, I hadn't seen my groundhog friends in the yard yeah, mm-hmm. throughout the week. It gives me anxiety, too, because like when we got back from the gym, I'm like, oh, fuck, I'm going to look out the window and see I have to go kill another groundhog. <sighs> Like it, it's not easy. It's not fun. I, I mean, don't take pleasure in this shit. As upset as I am, but I, I also am I'm happy that you waited till the show. <laughs> <laughs> I, that was a good choice. It'd yeah. be funny if you were looking out the window and you saw the last one run by, and then puke just comes up behind you, like chasing it, shooting. Fucking Elmer Fudd. Yeah. I'm not that irresponsible with firearms. Um, 
But no, I, I, you know, I did a fucking shot of vodka, and I went out and did. There you took go. Care of business. That's, I mean, right. Man. And no, it doesn't make me happy. I don't enjoy doing this. Did you really do a shot of vodka? Yeah. That is a very Russian soldier <laughs> thing to do. <laughs> right. Well, well yeah. it was the easiest open bottle nearby. That Meanwhile, I all week long, I'm just thinking, yeah, suck it, Putin. <laughs> yeah, all week you long. thought you had like a real Pixar movie on your hands. Yep. Yeah, I really thought I did. Groundhogs outsmarting the people. but And, and I was hands off. So like I was also, in addition to being suck it, Putin, I was like, yeah, suck it, Biden. Not getting involved in this fucking <laughs> yeah. World War Three year happening in the backyard yeah. by the deck. So you're gonna you're gonna act like you've never had to take care of a pest animal before. <clears throat> what have you done in your past to take care of pest animals? Not like that. Not like that. What'd you do? You just fucking cuddled them with love until he, they went away. <laughs> no, I don't think I've. Oh, I was a participant in a cat killing. Let's see. A go. kitten killing. Ah. A kitten beheading. Ooh. Jesus, what? When was this? Please tell me this was when you were a child. I was like 16, 17. Oh, man. And this pregnant cat, who was very sickly, showed up at uh, my friend Matt's house. Yeah. And gave birth to very sickly kittens, like extremely sickly. Yeah. And uh, Matt's parents made us take care of it. Yeah. So we went out into a field. And uh, these kittens were not going to survive, like, no. the day. Like, it was bad. So Matt took a shovel, like a spade shovel, yeah. and put it on the necks of the kittens Yep, and stepped on the spade shovel. My mother. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> so when I was a child. Oh, um, children are cruel. Is this how we're going to end the show? No, no. My mother, uh, we had a litter of kittens that were not able to be taken care of, and she would just smack their heads on concrete. Real hard. Like when they're kittens, they're very small. You just smash their head against the concrete when they're first born. Jesus. Yeah. Did she like say, suck it, kitten? No, she cried, I remember, because I was a kid. But this is what you learn when you grow up in the country or on a farm, that life is not all fucking Disney. She did just say, don't. <laughs> and this is how what, this is how you don't become one of these environmentalists that we were talking about in hour one. You fucking have real stories. Yeah, you, know? you learn that life is not as simple and, and uh, you know, fucking carefree as everybody would like you to believe. Like, if you've never killed an animal for food or for protection or a pest, like, you oh, don't I've, know what it's I've really like. I've battled with animals. Yeah. Oh, okay. Groundhogs. But I take no pleasure <laughs> in it. Don't fucking act like I'm happy at all about this situation. Like, it, when I was six it years makes old. me very sad to have to do this, but this is, I mean... This is the easiest path forward for both of us because I don't get bitten in my car when it escapes the fucking shitty. That is a trap. really but bad really, situation. The story, though, the, the show, the story, oh, the, yeah, show, the, the story show, the show, great. the show, the story, the show. <laughs> well, guys, oh, what a night. What a night it's been. What a great conversation we've had. And. You know, sorry, Andrew. Oh, hang on. I got one last thing. One last thing. On a happy sure. note. We'll end the show on a happy note. That would note. be great. So, Puke and I go to the gym today. Yay! Yeah. And as we're approaching the front door to the gym, I can hear the music coming out. Go in out or out? Go in. Oh, no. In. Yeah. I can hear the music, and I'm going, God damn it. Let me walk in, and there's the whole mumble rap. The teens. Shit. The teens. And it's bad. And it's coming from the left half of the gym. 
So we walk into the right half where we put our shit down, right? As we're putting our shit down, the first place we're going is the left half of the gym to do dumb, uh, barbell bench press mm-hmm. in the left half where the music is coming from. Mm-hmm. We finish putting our shit away. We see these kids. I look upset. Yeah. Angry. And also, they're in the other half of the gym. And they're in the right half of the gym where we are. Okay. But the music's in the left. As we're putting our shit away, the music stops. Yeah. Not just turns down. Stops entirely. We walk into the left part of the gym. There's the speaker where the music was coming from. Silent. These are the kids you confronted before? On more than one occasion. Yes. I'm happy to say... These kids are fucking afraid of me. You're real Clint Eastwood. I'm a real old angry fuck. Yeah. Which is a synonym for Clint Eastwood. (laughs) That's a great story. I love it. So, but here's the thing. Hmm. These kids, they preemptively silenced their music. What I found sad is there were other people in the gym There were other people in the gym before I arrived. Why weren't they yelling at them? My arrival is what silenced (laughs) the music. Everybody there is a dude. All these dudes are dudes from around here. Butler Why guy. would anybody put up with that? I don't know. What Why is... am I the only one who speaks up? Now, if these kids can be corrupted by mumble rap, oh. you don't think they can be corrupted by transgender environmentalism? <laughs> I don't think they can. You think mumble rap is more important than saving the planet? I don't think there's the anything they want to do that involves saving the planet. Yeah, hang on. I don't think, I don't think mumble rap and environmentalism are really two things that coincide what i'm saying is you're malleable right you are fucking the aaron's thinking putty of what sorry just getting back to the earlier topic eric in the chat crv critter relocation vehicle (laughs) Mm -hmm. anyway mumble rap yeah it means like if you can go for mumble rap it means you're malleable Means that other people are writing your script. This is true. I mean, maybe because but these music boys seem cool. I've witnessed these boys. I've watched Environmentalism. these boys. Environmentalism. I've inspected Greta these does boys. Not seem cool. I've checked out these boys. I've seen these boys it's getting gayer by the minute. These boys are very nice boys. They're polite boys. But the exception they're a rapist, of, right? Their music. Yeah. Their so music ready. is the only invasive thing that exists in these boys' life. Yeah. And it's my job to put a stop to it. Mm-hmm. My job. If you do that, you succeed. Yeah. And, and just hope somebody else doesn't get to them. Just hope they're not. It's not going to be Greta. Brett. It's not going to be Klaus Schwab. But but what if these one of these mumble rappers, oh. what if they co-opt one of them? Oh, so, man. Yeah. Even though they're somewhat somehow afraid of little short, you know, fucking cranky Andrew mm-hmm. who walks into the to the gym and says, how can you listen to this? Why is it so loud? Turn it down. And I get very old and Jewy. And then they comply. But in spite of that, in spite of me being the supposed enemy, the crank, the curmudgeon, what happens right after that? They're your friend. I help them out at every chance I get. I say, hey, are you guys still using this? Can I use this? That's not really they're, help. They're extremely polite. How is that helping And then they out? go, I don't know how much this bar weighs. <clears throat> and it's the easy bar, right? Oh, yeah. And I hear them it. talking, and they go, I don't know what it weighs. And I go, oh, it's 25 pounds. Yeah, it's 25 pounds. At least I always think of it that way. And I'm trying to be engaging and conversative. Mm-hmm. I think that's great. I think you should because be. Because they're, they're behaving in a way that I want to 
contribute to. I want to help. I yeah. want to encourage. And stopping mumble rap. Getting them away from Takashi 69 <laughs> and yeah, fucking or, or, Kodiak Black. Or just transitioning them to headphones. Right. Just transitioning them to headphones. Normal, common courtesy kind yeah. of stuff. Which the one well, fucker had. Hey, Brett. Johan. <laughs> I was vaping. <laughs> Johans needs to know about your pants. Well, yeah, what's with your pants? I bought pants that are more... You, got, you have cut pants today. Yeah, that are more narrow-fitting pants. Not only that, they have cuts in them. They have one rip in them. That's part of the style. Do they... They're you really tight? ripped pants? Okay, so I got a pair of pants that are tighter than any pants I've ever worn. I have tight pants. Yeah. I'm kind of ashamed of them. Well, I heard butt pain is really bad. These are the most... Now, you look at these pants, you go, that guy is uncomfortable. His butt hurts, his balls hurt, <laughs> his dick is all smushed. These are the most comfortable pants I've ever worn. What? They're made out of shit. It's like sweatpants material. Oh, have you been to Lululemon? So no, they're they're actually mostly spandex. They're fucking great. A lot of jeans are actually, you know, denim is a cotton material. Yeah. It's just cotton. Um, but a lot of modern pants, they keep adding more and more spandex. I really love to make them, them comfy. Uh, so You're basically wearing men's yoga pants. But what's, I, what's with the cut in the pants? What cut? The knee cut. Yeah, the, they the rim like that. They came like that. Why would you purchase pants that are pre-ruined? I went to a place I know why called... you purchased them. Okay. I don't approve. <laughs> you so them. I had to go. I was like, we were going to a wedding a couple weeks ago, Gabriella and I, the vegan marriage. And... Uh, Sounds like an episode of... I brought a suit with Please me. Please make album art of like a, a celery stock marrying a cauliflower. Or an Oreo. That was the worst episode of Game of Thrones, the vegan marriage. Um, the vegan wedding. I have a suit. The green wedding. That's going to be great. <laughs> it fits great. I don't have shoes. I don't have a shirt. I was like, I'm not going to go to like Macy's or whatever and buy a new shirt for $50 when I have. And you didn't like my shoes. I'm very offended you didn't like I my shoes. I did like them. I didn't know if they were right for the suit that I had. So... I was like, all right, I got to go get a dress shirt and a tie because Andrew probably doesn't have a tie. Oh, my God. I have 75 ties. For what? I never wear any of them. He's a businessman. But I have 75. Where did you even get them? My dead dad. Oh. oh you brought ties back? No, I've had them for like 20 years. Oh, oh, so you got them well before he died. Live dad. Yeah, when he was live dad. Okay. I got lots of ties. And then I went to like thrift stores and shit, and it was like... All these ties are a dollar. And I'm like, fuck that one, 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 that one. That one and you carry all this one. around with you still? Yeah, they're somewhere. I mean, they're not super heavy. Yeah. <laughs> they all yeah. fit in the plastic so bag. Compared have, to like a refrigerator, they're quite portable. I have a whole shoebox of rolled ties mm. that are all beautiful. Uh, we did a fashion show of shirts that I had. So I still have yeah. all those dress shirts. So I'm not, I don't want to go and buy new stuff when I have all this stuff already. I just right. have it with me. So I was like, I'm going to a thrift store. I can get a good shirt for $15 and a tie for like three. But you go to a thrift store, you don't find the things you, you need, and then you start looking around. And yeah. I, the store that I'm in is called Plato's Closet, which is a very upscale kind of thrift store. And unfortunately, Plato's Closet has no piano keyed themed anything, especially <laughs> ties. <laughs> And so I say, I like the look of those jeans. Mm. I didn't even notice they had the rip. They were like oh, okay. 16 bucks. Oh. And so wait, these are used jeans? Yeah. Plato's oh, Closet okay. is located where? McKnight Road. <laughs> Olympus Mons. I knew that. Mount Olympus. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Why is that so Because it's Plato. Yeah, it's funny. Uh, so you start after a while. There's some sunken cost fallacy. Like, I've been in here this long. I got to stay in here until I find something. Yeah, I can't right. leave empty-handed. Yeah, you can't leave empty-handed. No. And if you're getting one thing and you're going to wait in a line for one thing, you need at least three things to make the line worth it. Yeah. Mm. So Have you ever been in a line at a thrift store? It can be bad. It the is people sad. who work there are not super competent. And the people who are checking out are not super competent. But I Plato's basically only go into thrift stores and go, oh yeah, none of this shit fits, and then leave. Now, everyone's in thrift stores. Everyone. Yeah. I a lot of people who weren't before. More, See, I thought more I tall people this. would thrift. Because well, I would have a bunch of clothes. I always had too many to inflation, clothes. inflation, there's so much thrifting to be done. Well, yeah, but I always had too many clothes, so I'd bring clothes to a thrift store. Then I'd start going in and being like, that's how, that's how they get you. I just leave with all new clothes. Um, no, it started when I was young. I was probably in my 20s, and I went into a thrift store. I was like, ew, gross. They stink. Remember we talked about this on Puke in the Gang in 2014 about how thrift stores smell like poor people, and they smell like cigarettes and cheese. <laughs> so I love uh, cigarettes and cheese. Yeah, <laughs> you smell delicious. like cigarettes and cheese. Yeah, that's, that's what we said at the time, too, that there's like a good way to do it. Um. I said Andrew smelled like moneyed cigarettes, but poor people smell like, you know. Well, cheap I was going to name a, chip, a pack of cheap cigarettes, but those are the ones that Andrew smokes. <laughs> yeah, Parliament lucky strikes. Yeah. Oh, so oh, I found two lucky strikes in my trunk. There you go. They're probably old. How lucky? <laughs> so uh, so I buy these pants, and I'm like, ah. I, I try them on. I'm like, I'm buying them. I bring them home. And I start just wearing them. And I'm like, these are fucking comfortable. Yeah. And then I go down and I look at them and I'm like, I look good in these pants because I'm comfortable. Because I look comfortable. Oh, you got that swagger. Yeah. And you can do anything. You can do like squats. Like I have some pants that are not, they're denim that are not good to squat in. They're not squattable. I could lunge and squat in these pants. Wow. We believe it. We lunged and squatted today. In pants. And pants. They're sweatpants. You guys would not like what I'm doing now. Oh, jeez. What are you doing now? The 6, 12, 25 thing. <clears throat> it's six reps heavy, 12 reps in the middle, middle, and then 25 light reps. All for the same body part, all done back to back to back. Mm. Uh, so exhausting. That's what? 43 reps with no longer than 10 second rests between each one of the Jesus. things. So you go heavy for six, uh-huh. right? But you have to do four second negatives. Then you go medium for 12 with a different exercise for the same body part. Okay. Charles Paulquin, who was a very famous bodybuilder, invented this. Then you go light. You have to do three-second negatives for the middle one. So you're really getting burned. Then 25. So we did pull-ups today. Uh I feel like I'm for it. We can try it. I'll do it. It's all miserable. I'll do it. But this is the split. Day one, shoulders. Day two, arms. Ah, that's the problem. Day off, then legs. Mm-hmm. Day off, then chest and back together. Then every like, 46 days, you get back to the same body part. No, so you do every <laughs> body part once a week. Yeah, if, if, if your weeks are all the fucking same and if you just follow a schedule constantly. Yeah, Andrew's problem is he cannot follow schedules. Right, that's my problem. Mm-hmm. I was explaining this to people on a call today where I said, 
yeah, I've done the one body part a day thing. The problem was that I couldn't get back to the body part in enough time. It's called a bro split. Bro? Yeah, split. B-R-O. Because mm. that's what a, bros do. I don't, like, I don't I like that. I have a proposal for you. Yeah? Um, working with someone who works with me on a deep level, and we're working on digital marketing, and, which includes photos, sometimes of me, Oh, God. Yeah, it's the worst. You hate that. Yeah, she goes, you need to like make sure your collar is fucking fixed, dipshit. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, really? I don't have a good collar? I didn't know that. She's like, yeah, and fix your hair. And I'm like, oh. You said I have hair? Fuck, I have hair. And she's like, yeah, you need to like up your look. And I'm like, yeah, I do. Like, it would feel good to up my look, but I don't feel worthy of upping my look. Mm-hmm. I need to go to a tailor. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. I have a whole lot of resistance to going to a tailor. Mm-hmm. Do you want to go to a tailor with me? Yeah, I would do that. Fucking Tuesday. That's such short Say, notice. But fuck you. <laughs> no, this is the problem. Wait, this is, is it an emergency? Yeah, Tuesday it is an emergency. It sounds like it's an emergency. It is an emergency. You have fine clothes. You I look have, fine. No, you look fine. I don't have fine clothes. All my clothes are garbage. I have one pair of Lululemon pants, which would be <laughs> fine if I wasn't so fucking fat. You had people mailing you clothes. I used to, but it was two years ago. And they're all the same kind of shirts. They're all square checkered patterns, no, don't. which are no good. What? No Why? good. Why? Why are they not good? They're not good. Your wardrobe with your checkered shirts, my wardrobe with my checkered shirts, they're not good. They're not good. According to who? According to everybody. What are we supposed <laughs> to wear? I know. That's the problem. That's why we need to go to the tailor. And what the fuck is he going to tell us? I don't He's know gonna yet. He's going to sell you checkered I shirts. I don't know. But I've had so much tailor resistance that I need to just get it done. Just like fixing the fucking camera lens on my goddamn phone. <laughs> And I can drop my phone off at the phone repair place while I go to the tailor. Two birds, one phone. And Tuesday night, I have a dinner that we need to photograph. And I want to make sure I look good. So going to the tailor on Tuesday would make sense. Look, well, you have a hang sport on. coat? No, kind of. Yes. Um, Four. I'm going to burst. I don't like any of them. Andrew, I'm going to burst your bubble. Tailors don't usually make shit instantly. I know that. So going Tuesday doesn't do anything for us. I know, but. I need to get together all the clothes. What it does is it it gets me there. It gets me there. It gets the wheels in motion. Come Tuesday with me. I don't think I could go Tuesday. I think you can. Whatever you have going on can be moved. If it can't be moved, <laughs> you're doing it wrong. It's a funeral. <laughs> it's not a funeral. There's no way there's a funeral. No, it's not. I don't know. I'll decide tomorrow. Probably not. Why can't you just go to the tailor by yourself? I really That's why you go, go to the tailor. If, if Brett just simply said, yeah, I'll go to the tailor with you. Brett, to hold your then, hand, then you're then a man. I, then, no, no. I would be so committed to going to the tailor. The fact that I have an out of not going to the tailor on Tuesday, yeah. like anything, like, oh, I want to go to the gym. Oh, I want to answer an email. Oh, I want to eat. I think going to the That's tailor my excuse to not go. is a waste of your time. I don't think so. You should be able to wear the shirts you have. And oh, I have fine. lots of shirts. Yeah, wear a shirt. They're fine. Be fine. But wouldn't it, wouldn't it be better if they were fitted? Okay. No. I don't think so. Here's I think like, I'm a guy. Okay. I'm, I'm fat, is, but I'm not super fat. Do you look right now the way you want to look? No. Then you don't want to go to the tailor now. Right, because then you're going to get smaller and or bigger. But I'll look better 
currently it's not expensive it's it's not a very expensive thing to have clothes tailored then why don't i do it more often okay you can if you want but what i'm saying is you i always like if if i'm in a state physically where i'm like this is not i'm too skinny i'm not always going to be this skinny or I'm too, I feel like a little chubby. Okay, but fine. My arm, I don't want my arms to get smaller. I don't want my shoulders to get smaller. I don't want my chest to get smaller. So if anything, the only thing it's going to shrink is my like stomach a little bit. But not much more than it is now. It's not going to change that much. So if I tailored myself for Andrew today, it's not going to be detrimental for <laughs> puke change the name of the show to andrew today and i'll <laughs> perfect, submit some logo ideas for perfected andrew later well don't like you don't have to plan on perfection you're always going to want to change things so um i used to be a very tapered man mm-hmm. not tapered anymore i mean you used to be a very round man too so you should be happy good about point. the taper I'm not tapering. I could show you a picture of you that would make you so happy for how you look right now. And you should be be happy. I would be I would kill myself. No, don't do that. Well, that's might be the result. (laughs) Then changing the name of the show to Andrew today doesn't make any sense. Um (laughs) I don't like where this is going. Uh no, I'm saying you should be happy with how you look and you should make the most of what you have. With a tailor. If you want. So sport coat. What's the thing you have to go to on Tuesday? Just, just generally a, a speaking, dinner, just okay. a bourbon. Okay, like we're all going getting together for bourbon. Okay, and you think you need meat. tailored clothes for that? No, but uh, if I'm going to post this shit on LinkedIn and oh, like other okay. places, yeah, it'd be nice if I would look put together, as feel, opposed to reluctantly getting my photo taken. I feel like you could look put together for a LinkedIn photo. With what, darkly what do I have in my closet right now that I feel put together for? Well, well, apparently shir- nothing because you're psychotic. If right. we can end the show right now, I'll go look and I'll make you an outfit with a shirt and a coat. And you can have a pair of pants. You've got good shoes. you got a belt. Do you have a, a belt that matches your shoes? i got a brown belt and i got a black belt. Okay, a black belt matches your black shoes that are... I don't have black shoes. I have black shoes, but I don't want to wear they're them. They're grayish, and those would be actually The gray okay. shoes I'll wear. Okay, but the black belt is fine with those shoes. I know. So we I wear it every day. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> with my jeans. So can we do that so I can go home? Please. Jeez. I got to go. It's late. I got to drive late. an hour. It's, it's 8 late. o'clock. If, if I leave it's right now, late. I get home at 9. Yeah. It's Sunday night. I yeah. got to get up at 6. I've got shit to do before I go to bed. I've been here four and a half hours. What about ping pong? No. Absolutely. Bring the table down to town with you this week. I'll play. (laughs) You know what, Andrew? We should be playing tennis here and there. It's too cold. It's still snowing. I know. But like this this week or next, we should look into doing that. Cue clothing montage.
scientific, the next day it will rain. Is Thursday. No, no, you are right. But there's two before that. Monday, Wednesday. Monday all day. Wednesday in the morning with some thunder showers and lightning. Thunder. thunder. Lightning. Lightning. Here's 10 minutes of Andrew reading his notes. <laughs> Penis owners. Dick buffet. Richard Numbar. Jizzing persons. Merit badges for your dick. The path of the bear is through the kitten. How did that win over merit badges for your dick? We probably used dick like 16 times in a row before that. <clears throat> it's suburban until poor people live there. <laughs> Jizzability. Cumnundrum. <laughs> How do we not use that one? Because we used uh, This is Sex and I'm Getting to Jizz. <laughs> this entire page is amazing. Jizzability, Big Spermy Knob, This is Sex I'm Going to Jizz, Loving Jizzes, Cumnundrum, You Came Out of Your Butt, Today Jizzness, Tomorrow Business, Commitment. <laughs> that, today Jizzness, Tomorrow Business. That's good. One, two, three, Jizz. That entire page was uh, disgusting. High has to be circumferential. Portman spell. <laughs> Quit my house and truck. Entertatoes. <laughs> Linty slime. <laughs> Yakka like like a deca like a learning. Hana claws. Luncheonarium. Migtow cat. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hmm. That's frustrating. <clears throat> Confluence of puke can't be the name of the show. How fucked up this gopher is. Home dunk. Pooper town. Lawn Moper Man. Five, four, three. Ah! This doesn't seem right! Yeah! Poor Rancho. I don't don't like participating in this part. Welcome to Poor Man Show, episode 523. Welcome to the basement, guys. How many spiders are on your deck? I've uncovered a plot by Pete's Uh mom to end Portman Show. Oh, yeah? Giving us Aaron's thinking putty, because when you have <laughs> How long it, have you been thinking about this? It, just, like, for five minutes, because when you have... She probably listens. Since She's like, I can't believe putty. my son is doing this. 
Oh, I yeah, can't she believe thought that for 12 he's, he's, he's talking like this. Slash 40 years. So she did what? We're not even recording! Uh, you uh, idiot! All right, start again. <laughs> Five. Four. <laughs> no, well, obviously, we can't start now. I don't know. I don't know when we start. This would be the best time to start. Well, we have to fucking reset a bunch of shit. Yeah. Are you sure we're even recording? I don't know what we're doing. Fucking <laughs> You're like, hey, let's just play ping pong up until oh, past the time we're going to actually start recording. None of the recording. songs you... got recorded. No, nothing nothing Wait, did, you they, idiot. That's what they did on the, on the OBS. Yeah, that's gone. Gone? Yeah, because I'm not going to retrieve it. Fuck you. That's a lot of work. Okay, well. Then Send I... it to me. Send me the geez, video Jack. link. I'll rip it. I don't know how that, I don't know. How, I have no idea how to do that. I can do it. He thinks so. I could do it if I wanted to. He thinks so. The audio stream's current bit rate is zero. Is lower than recommended bit rate. That seems... We recommend that open widget. I don't know. Are we? Can people hear us? Can we confirm that we're being heard in the chat before we continue? Are we? Can people hear us? Can we confirm? That I can we're hear being us. Heard in the chat. So sorry, uh, thinking putty. The, this isn't the show. No, we haven't restarted yet. Oh, you actually want to restart? Yeah. I don't think you actually wanted to restart. <laughs> Stop the timer and everything. Go ahead and count us down. Like, let's get going. Jeez, I feel bad. You should. I do. You failed. <laughs> Your one job, the only important job. I do have a lot going on. It's like you got a lot going on. Yeah, but everything I did works. <laughs> yeah, but if you don't take a show note, nobody notices. True. <laughs> if I don't do something, people notice. That's why it's more important. <laughs> Five, four, three, 